and listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me in your world, believe me. Nothing makes a man feel better than a woman. Queen with a crown that be down for whatever. There are a few things that's forever, my lady. We can make war. Or we can make babies. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Monday? Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. We're in the house on a Monday. And um for premium people, this will be the second time you've heard this voice on our show. Mm-hmm. Um because uh he did an episode of Karen's Lip Smacking Good. Yes, he did. Um but for regular folks, this is the first time you're hearing him uh live on the air if you're watching on Crowdcast or checking it out later or fumbling with your mic right now live on the air it's whatever you're doing uh we you this might be your first time hearing it but it's our homeboy gregorio or chef underscore gregorio on twitter what's going on chef uh chef life is good man life is good i'm happy to be here i'm happy to see both of your lovely faces we're gonna have some good times today oh thank you man thank um, you baby speaking of uh <laughs> chef and man how, how how's how's the work going work is great uh in the past two months they moved me over to a new cafe that opened um and obviously you know i, I should say now uh, anything i say is a reflection of me and me alone not <laughs> <I> work for. <laughs> right just, just get that out there you know because i work for some worldwide people and i don't want that because you know i'm gonna mouth off about something um, they're really protective of the things that they do but i can say i can't say i do work with their kitchen sink program and we're teaching a lot of the people at google how to cook and it's the response has been great. It is it's something I've always wanted to do. I didn't think that'd be the career path I'd be going to, like just not just being a cook and a chef, but as an instructor down the road. I'm just a kitchen assistant at the moment, but it's an honor to teach people how to cook. You know, a lot of people our ages, younger, older, who just who missed out on the home act or thought that was beneath them, and now they're just trying to get back into it. So anything I can do to I, to help with how I do, how I am, it's nothing better. I'm living that dream yeah that's i mean that's super dope man because uh anytime you can enjoy what you do it's almost like you're not working although obviously you are working which can you know which can kind of lead to some other issues but yeah you know that's dope that you're enjoying it and, and having a good time um with uh having a good time uh teaching everybody and stuff is it is it different teaching as opposed to just you know like cooking for you know like cooking to order or cooking for some for for customers definitely i mean i'm not when i first started out i've only been doing this professionally seven years but my first few years craft beer bars and you're there you're that ticket machine and it goes and it goes if you guys ever if you're old enough to remember dot matrix printers yes. think about that for eight <laughs> to twelve hours a day just not stopping i used to have panic attacks a lot of cooks and chefs will tell you they will they they, they would have nightmares you would wake up in the middle of the night or middle of the day depending on your shift and that sound would terrify you i can't hear those printers now without freaking out still <laughs> and now you know this corporate setting and i'm not cooking for 50 100 200 500 people at a go now it's two classes a day, eight to 16 people, and we just get to focus on them. We get the finesse, really just get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, the instructor chef, she, I, she's got more energy than I do. That's mm. I never thought I'd need someone who had like that kind of get-go and let's make things happen. And I'm learning so much, and I, lo- I like that stylized point that you can just help these people individually. And for me, the mm-hmm. best thing you can get out of someone is the reaction, that's it? 
because they're yeah. expecting things to be super hard. You know, they watch Food Network and watch the crazy finessed plating of, you know, $500 uh, check restaurants and whatnot. I'm like, no, you're cooking at home. So we're going to teach you this. So when you serve it to your friends, they will go. Yeah, that's that's one of the the things about cooking. I think uh, it's almost like uh, anything else where it's just that mental hurdle for a lot of people. And once you get in there and start putting some things together and you see how, you know, um, even, you know, even working up to complex things, uh, a lot of things that, that are complex when you see them on TV and stuff, they're not that difficult if you build up to it, you right. know? Where it's like, oh man, I Julian some potatoes. I could barely cut them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why am I naming my potatoes Julian? What? Yeah. Oh, get it? <laughs> and like, uh, you know, my mentality, like I've kind of approached it more like almost science, uh, uh, you know, science experiment and stuff. Like uh, when I think it was last year, I made a crockpot lasagna because it was more like you can make lasagna in a crockpot. I mean. I, <laughs> Not just can you make it, but I'm like, if I do, it's no way it's gonna be good. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but when it got done, you know, like you let it, you know, I let it, you know, chill for a second too. They let it, you know, you gotta let it congeal a little bit because at first it looked a little bit like lasagna soup. But then, like, (laughs) at the, at you let it sit for a little bit, especially the second day, I was like, yo, I made, I made crock pot lasagna. But it was almost, it was very simple, but it was just, and I got it off of like allrecipes.com, um, little stuff like that. Um, I think it was Gregorio who gave me the, um, the recipe for like Brussels sprouts, uh, to bake, um, because I made cauliflower, which I fucking hated when I was a kid. Like, my mom made cauliflower and I'm just like, no. So, so we, so we're not having dinner tonight? Is that what <laughs> you just, you just decided that we weren't gonna, this is not broccoli you know this is like <laughs> broccoli this is like broccoli's white non-tan no flavor cousin <laughs> like i don't want to hang out with this dude and um now no, you know so good yeah cauliflower all cauliflower matters as a matter of fact all of it and for me uh particularly those that listen to my uh spinoff show i like to eat there's very 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 few foods that i do not eat at all uh so i do like the fact that uh, cooking is causing us both to branch out. Uh, I learned that potatoes are actually come in the color of purple. I did not know this. I thought all potatoes were either white or orange, mm-hmm. uh, or yams. Mm-hmm. You know, orange. I call orange yams. I know yams and sweet potatoes are the same thing. You know what's funny when uh when I have a recipe, if uh it, like if it's like potatoes or something, if I go into there and I see like oh they got purple potatoes. I always buy the like, I always go, you know, cause it's like, what's the difference? Like, it's a red onion, a purple onion. Let's put that in my chili. Like, what could, what could possibly go wrong? It'll look better when I, you know, take a picture of when yeah, I eat it. Like, colors, yeah, but you know, like, I, sometimes I just do it. Yeah, they are so good, man. Oh. And, uh, when you're teaching classes, do you have to put your patience cap on? Because it's completely different talking to people that have some cooking knowledge versus talking to some people that might have uh pop tarts and hot pocket knowledge we just did a pop tarts class on friday homemade pop tarts that was great uh the instructor chef has an amazing bit of patience and again without, and when you get 16 people tops i mean no one's really acting and acting out i mean mm. everyone has their own skill levels we get a lot of like here's your beginning level we're getting a lot of here 
And it's not, and it hasn't been frustrating. We really thought, oh my god, we're gonna have people cutting themselves, and someone's gonna go, "What's that? That that's the stove." You know, no, everyone's gonna. <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> they're coming in. They're they're wanting to learn, right. and they're just so open. And you, everyone's in, in their different places, but we really haven't had anyone that's tested our patience. Everyone's. That's what we're lucky. I think that's what it comes down to. Everyone has signed up for these classes because they want to learn. If somebody, right. as long as you get someone who wants to learn. It's the best. We got this one cat right now. Uh, we do these uh, seven-week courses, too, that builds upon the fundamentals of the class before. It's like mm-hmm. seven classes once a week. Um, this one cat's a picky eater. He started off day one. You know, I, I don't eat a lot of things. I These three things, that's, that's, all, I, that's all I like. Mm. We've had five classes now, and... Man, I was, I almost cried. It was like, you know, I got a, my 16 month old daughter when she eats something new. I'm all like, oh, she's <laughs> 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 People's food are gonna move on. Like, cold. <laughs> but we made a simple, like, pureed mushroom soup. And he was like, I don't like mushrooms. No, 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 mm. no. And I know I knew it was a texture thing, but we, we buzzed the shit out of it with the, like, the handheld blender. Right. He took one sip. I mean, he took a sip and he took a little spoonful from the pot. Dumped the whole pot in his bowl. He was just <laughs> he inhaled that. What? I, I I was running around the room. Touchdown! <laughs> I looked at the Yay. teacher. She went, the teacher and I we, we gave ourselves one of these. <laughs> Everyone just wants to try, and right. as long as people want to try and something different, whether it's you know something fancy or simple, scrambled eggs. You know, right. That's that's the key part is just wanting to learn. It is especially people, people trust us because you know I'm about two tacos short of a combo. <laughs> I'm on in there like you fucking donkey. What are you doing? No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna do that. That's that's terrible. Everybody watched that uh, Hell's Kitchen, and they probably think everybody's Gordon right. Ramsay uh, in the kitchen. I wonder how much he's pushed back of cooking in a certain way, like the idea. Because I know it's for reality TV, but there has to be people who go. Well, I I don't want that career. No one's gonna come in there and fucking choke me because I forgot, you know, because because right. my uh, creme brulee wasn't a hundred was a hundred percent on point. It wasn't fluffy. I, I know you guys know uh, Randolph Terrence from Three. Uh, of three course, guys on. yes. And how he'll say if someone says, "Hey, I want to be a comedian," I got any advice? And he just wants to go, "Don't do it." Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing I think Gordon Ramsay might have done a good thing. A lot of people got this our business romanticized. I know I did. I'm, right. I'm not gonna lie. I read, you know, I started reading all. Brown, Anthony Bourdain, and I'm not an alpha male. Right. I'm below beta, but that <laughs> life was like, I think I can hang with some of these cool things. Uh, but the legit, what happens in those kitchens, non-core, I'm, I'm like, I'm in a corporate setting, but some of these non-core, I can't tell some of these stories because people I know are listening. Wow. <laughs> off mic, off mic. Right. But <laughs> some of that getting yelled at and the hardcore stuff, people walk in and when they see it happen, they're like, I didn't see that on Food Network. I saw that lovely No Reservations movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones and, and Two-Face from Batman. That didn't happen. It's That's the one thing I think Ramsey, I'm glad to put the spotlight on, but if you ever see yeah. his original shit from uh, BBC and in England, mm. he, he's a pussycat. He's a great guy. Mm. But the American TV, they're like, hey, you know, can you be, be a right. dick? Here's some more money, be a dick, because that's where the ratings are. But some of his original stuff, how he's actually trying to help people and like, mm-hmm. he's like, he's crying on camera and I'm like, what? Yeah. So I guess the documentary Ratatouille, um, isn't really what cooking's all about. No, it's not. And the thing about Ramsey Gordon is that I didn't realize. Gordon Ramsey, I'm, keep going. Ramsey Gordon. Gordon I Ramsey. had to correct you, Karen. Thanks. It's my job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the Chef Fanatics Food Network folks <laughs> will start getting lettuce smothered in bacon. I'm sorry. Five starter will be getting an email. I already no. know it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, the thing about it is that if here in america 
if you watch his shows on bbc that's what it is it's about ho- it's about um restaurants uh recovery where he'll right. go and help them out and when you if you watch those shows like i said it's completely different feeling yeah. than the ones that actually aired on food network and the ones here and i didn't realize that until i stopped well, watching the one i saw on fox i was like this show is gonna the final episode of the show is gonna be somebody stabbing him like when joey greco got stabbed on that episode of cheaters yeah because because like he would be right in oh, somebody's no, face and he just be like you are pathetic and i'm like yo you don't talk to grown-ups like yeah. someone's just gonna be like Somebody you know what snap. fuck my career slap you know and i was just hoping no, it wouldn't happen someone who cares about what they do for a living they're not gonna want to fuck up their knives because the knives right. are part of you <laughs> right but when i tell people if you can buy pots and pans for home for home use if you pick up the pot and pan if it's not heavy enough to do damage against someone's head it's not worth buying that's not gonna be the knife someone's gonna take a big heavy <laughs> pot and just go a cast out of steel <laughs> if, if they use the knife they weren't a, a proper cook or chef to begin with <laughs> you, respect, you respect your sword <laughs> Man, whatever. Uh, what was that i cooked the other day that you said you didn't like uh that you cooked like the other day two weeks ago. i am literally in the middle of this oh, um hey. It was something. Was it? Was it some type of greens? It was something that I cooked, and you said you did. You could not stand those. Was it from Blue Apron? Or yes. A, I don't remember the meals. It was. It was I think I, I want to say the fish was good, but it was something that came with the fish, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" Oh, some oh no! Of- it was green beans. I hate green beans. Okay, yeah, but, but they were no. I was saying they're good. They were good. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were in um, whatever it was that came with. We uh, get Blue Apron sometimes and they give you like three or four meals a week and they give you all the ingredients so you can like put it together yourself and cook it um for people you know like we do this podcast late at night sometimes we don't really have time to uh to really you know organize sometimes and it's a good quick meal um so yeah uh the green i I normally like if i have the option and i'm cooking something and it says put some um green beans in it i'm like oh i'm good you know like i'll just take uh specifically string beans like the right. the actual green beans or peas or whatever inside i don't give a fuck but there's something about just the the green beans man i fucking hate oh, they them were delicious um i don't even get uh edamame i think is how you pronounce it i love those i don't even get that at sushi places we go to sushi all the time i don't even understand why people buy those so <laughs> so I, that, is it a vulnerable thing you gotta put something in your mouth and you know slide it out i don't know like, man no. it's just i don't like i just don't like them like me i don't know it's like i don't know it reminds me of like alien or something like it's not from this planet um you know what i tell people if if you've tried it and you don't like it that's fine so at least you right. tried it so a lot of it's textural and i get it you know because it's yeah. a little the edamame pods can have a little fuzz on it and it's, yeah oh, oh. I, I like it I, that's cool I as long it. as you tried it yeah i mean you know what's funny <laughs> what's funny i'll keep trying so like it'll be like i know i don't like something but then like once like once a year i'll be like you know what maybe these people make it different uh but yeah i'm glad i keep trying because uh i ate those i ate the fuck out of them green beans uh them, them string beans last week i was like what is what is what you do to these she's like i just cooked it like they said to cook it i was like well it's good i followed the instructions it's funny how being part of a, a thing where you're teaching people to cook how it might think makes you go back to basics i've really fallen in love with green beans i'll eat green beans raw that's just great mm. stuff but we were teaching people how to blanch and shock that's where you put something in heavily salted water for like 30 seconds to a minute mm-hmm. you fish it out putting it in ice cold water bath stop the cooking so it's you know not mushy or even like you know before al dente right and i was like how am i doing this enough 
It's like, well, a lot of us don't, you know, those New York apartments, we don't have a lot of ice in our fridges, but when you get around it, it's like, holy <laughs> Like, you want to kill your crudite? You're having friends over, you're doing a crudite platter, and you're just thinking, oh, I'll just put some raw vegetables out. You step up your game, you you blanch and shock your broccoli, your cauliflower, your green beans, and everyone's be like, what the fuck did you do? It's oh. so tight, it's so green, it's so fucking... And like, that's one of my favorite things just to munch on right there. I gotta try that. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that, that's, I've read that technique. I've never tried but that technique. salt the shit out of the water. That's the big key thing. The water gotta it's be like, salty. It's like with your pasta. A lot of it's gonna stay in the water anyways. You want just some of that to get into your food, season it, and then. Okay. Yeah, cause, uh, when it comes to, cause y'all, we talking about one of my favorite topics, food. So mm. when it comes to, uh, eating, I can truly say that I will try things different ways to before I say I don't like the food because I might not like it fried. I might like it baked. I might not like it baked. You can might saute it. I might not like it saute, but you put it in the scramble. So I'm, I'm open-minded. And I think for a lot of people, it was weird is that Roderick actually got me into eating variety foods because my family was, was bought up on, my mom was like, look, if it ain't fish, chicken, hot dogs, hamburgers, if I can't pronounce it, if I don't know what it is, if it look weird, if it looks strange, uh, you know, she's, she, and she's like that today, she just checks out. And I used to be like that. And then I remember, um, when me and Roderick was dating, it would just be me, Roderick, your mama, and your brother. We would go to like this Chinese place off uh, in Pineville and, we would go to a buffet, and we would go to the buffet. I would get the same thing I would have got at the house. And he was like, um, we're paying this money. Why are you going to get the same thing? I was like, well, this is what I'm familiar yeah, with. It's this like, what I know. You, we're at a Chinese buffet, and she's getting french fries, pizza. I know what that is. I'm like, yeah, don't do not do that. Like, we're, like, that's not even what they specialize in. Now, I will say this, though. Karen does this thing. She now is... I'll, she's at the other end of the spectrum. Yes, but just I was not. Where kidding. sometimes she picks stuff, and I'm like, "This has a probably less than five percent chance of being a good meal here." Like we'll go to like, um like say we'll go to like a, a Chinese place, and Karen will order like um the pho, but pho is like a Korean meal. And, I don't know. And I'll be like, it's like, or Karen will order the pad thai at like some $5 Chinese spot. And I'm like, <laughs> they're going to give you spaghetti and ketchup. <laughs> then I'm angry. And then when we get it and it's, it's like literally spaghetti sometimes. Like it's not I'm even bad. the right noodles. Oh no. And I'm just like, I'm just, and I'm just like, I just, you know, I don't say anything. I just watch her order and I just shake my head like that, like, cause maybe this is the place where we just secretly don't know and the 5% ah, chance comes through and can't every get every it be lit but most of the time no I just, man I just be like you know they they are going <laughs> to fuck this up like that's in a section of the menu that has dust on it and Karen's like I'm gonna nope I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get it right this time but uh so yeah she, but yeah I, I mean I'm too adventurous. she used to be not a, Wait, just, not adventurous at all I called out by Cass always in the chat room there cause uh it's it's fuck oh yeah okay, i know yeah mm-hmm. Bob, you said faux I, I guess my, i guess i couldn't hide my face yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. i've been uh i've been calling it faux on purpose Vietnam, yeah but faux is vietnamese so if you're not in a vietnamese joint and they're right. making faux it's like mm. yeah we, we've been having this thing on uh the podcast where um it's we, a running joke now the first time we we had it we called it faux because we didn't know any better mm-hmm. and then so many people corrected us through feedback and twitter and everything that i'm now adamantly calling it faux uh just being a dick like I, at this point i'm just <laughs> like if i go into the restaurant i'll be like fuck but since uh we're on the podcast i'm still calling it foe because everybody was correcting me 
Uh, the first right. restaurant I ever worked at was called P-H-O space S-U-R-E. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people were sending me. They were like, oh, for sure. For sure. People were calling, people were sending us ones like, uh, oh, the puns were excellent. The fucking something like fucking best or whatever. Yes! Uh, our, the one we have what is called iPhone, I, IPHO. So it looks like iPhone. So our, so our mind was like, oh yeah, foe. Cause we never tried it before. We were like, oh, it must be foe. Cause I fuh doesn't really mean anything. It's mm-hmm. not. You know, like I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah, so we got home and everybody's like, "No, it's fun." I'm like, oh, "Well, that that restaurant doesn't get puns. Like, that's not that clever at all." Um, all right, <laughs> make sure you guys check out Chef Gregorio, man, uh, Gregorio, because uh, he's always uh, on Twitter, man, speaking some wokeness, man. I pre- he's one of the better people I follow. Um, yeah, he he real woke, y'all. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I said the other day, like, uh, if not us, then who? If not us, then who? right and i was like the 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 thing is like every once in a while i'll get like a retweet or something on an article i'll send out but the retweet you know people can add comments and it'll be like something like uh it'll be like such and such punta or something like i'm like oh wait uh oh that's right gregorio said that one okay all right i don't (laughs) It's like, <laughs> I don't always know what it, what it means, but like, I, I, mean, I feel the vibe. I right. can feel close hit the, enough. Hit the Twitter translate. Right. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys follow him. Of course, um, you listen to the Blackout Tips. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, wherever you find your podcast. Leave us five star reviews. If we like them, we'll read them on the air when we do our feedback shows on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The unofficial, I mean, wait, the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 614 the bobby Schmurter has been locked up on two million dollars bail um i want to say in rikers island even or something like that so yep uh free bobby and uh also this podcast is sponsored and through all this stuff i forgot to pull up a sexy song um <laughs> although i can kind of think of one give me one second uh um, i'm sure karen will recognize this too <laughs> yes oh, in the world can the message you the ultimate heart you know what i'm saying baby let's check this out take my money my house and my car let me tell you something guys that's what you'll be saying to adam and eve yeah take your money your house and your car because they trying to help you get 50 percent off that's right 50 percent off of just about anything that's right you think of it it's on their website you find it you put it in your cart uh there's so many things on their website man you got videos you got toys you got they got these pillows that are like ergonomically functional for all kinds of sexual positions you got lingerie you got uh, i mean lubrication a lot of y'all going back to college you need to be safe and wrap it up you can buy condoms in bulk then they give you mm -hmm, then they give you half off then on top of that they want to also give you three free adult dvds and a free sex toy and free shipping it's really a ripoff. I don't know yeah. how Adam and Eve staying in business, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter if they're a drug front or anything. <laughs> what you need to do is get something for yourself 
and capitalize on this right if they dumb enough to give it away you need to be out there getting it adamandeve.com all you got to do to get all this free stuff code tbgwt put in code tbgwt on the offer code when you check out and you'll get 50 percent off of just about any item in stock you also get your one uh your three free dvds your free exclusive gift and free shipping free shipping is uh you know the best part of all that stuff man just pay for that item some tax and you're gone play me out jodeci you got me feeling all right let's get to this news guys cool all kinds of things are happening in the news these days um as you guys probably know um what should we start with um actually you know what we haven't done this in a while let me look up this theme song oh boy uh let's see here um why doesn't this work there we go how about now like the funkiest version of that song right and now to cover this horrific rapist <laughs> right y'all thought he was gone he still <laughs> news kept happening y'all who would have thought um so yeah uh bill cosby is uh still alive and things are still happening mm-hmm. um the woman who claimed that bill cosby assaulted her at the playboy mansion is actually trying a new strategy uh chloe goings doesn't remember everything back in 2015 the model was one of dozens of women who came forward to accuse bill cosby of sexual assault in her instance she alleges being given a drink by cosby at an event at the playboy mansion in 2008 she suspects that something was slipped into her drink and says she blacked out and awoke to find herself naked on a bed with him biting on one of her toes right can you imagine him gumming down your toe no one no one can consent to that Say, say that again, <laughs> great. Cosby's a shrimper, shrimping. That's that's the that's the uh, ad, adult fun uh, terminology for sucking on the toes. Oh, oh learn so something new. Shrimping them toes. Okay. So those of you in the porn porn searches, you know what to look for. Shrimp. Okay. So a few months after filing the lawsuit, she met with Los Angeles Police Department and gave a statement around that time. Um, TMZ had a story on how Goins claimed her incident with Kazi had happened uh, at the Midsummer's Night party at the Playboy Mansion August 9, 2008, and that Kazi had proof he wasn't there that night. According to an amended complaint filed last week, she states the incident did not occur at the Playboy Mansion Midsummer Night's dream party as reported in certain media outlets. Additionally, <clears throat> police records show that defendant Cosby did in fact attend a party at the Playboy Mansion in February 2008. By the way, I love that the defense was like, he wasn't at that party. She's crazy. She must have made the whole thing up. 
Oh, you mean he, he went to the pimps up, hose down part? Yeah, <laughs> not he, he, he's not into that Shakespearean shit. He's, he's into the. Honest. He was oh. in, he was at the shrimps up, hose down party. Oh, <laughs> get that shrimp cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> so ignore uh, the red sauce. Ignore the red sauce. <laughs> um, the date of the events holds some significance. She was born May seventeenth, nineteen ninety. So if she actually was assaulted in February 2008, she would have been a minor, which triggers a significantly longer statute of limitations. But again, Goins doesn't remember everything because of the nature of events which occurred uh, to Goins, namely a drug sexual assault. The plaintiff is unsure of the exact date of the trip to the residence, but she knows it occurred in 2008, uh, states her amended complaint. She's not precisely sure what she told authorities. Um, This is another thing that I think people don't appreciate about the sexual assaults where someone is drugged their memory but like it is it's purposeful because their memory now can't be depended upon the recollection of events can't really like it's going to change some things are going to fade in and fade out some things you might might come back to you some things might not and then people that either defend rapists or actual rapists start being like well see her story changed uh she doesn't even know i mean how can you i mean she just shouldn't have been drinking you know like it's a whole ordeal um and that and i think it i wouldn't be shocked either also if it delays people in going to the police mm-hmm. because how many people have drank to the point of not blackout drunk or not being a member or maybe that's their first time experiencing that and you're thinking to yourself like was i just too drunk did i you know what i mean and it only takes like a certain amount of time for these drugs to be out of your system right so you like the clock is ticking from the time you ingest it to getting any type of kit and blood work performed on you so um i'm sure that that's one of the reasons this is a go-to move for a lot of uh a lot of these people they've thought this shit through um let's see what else um according to a charge evaluation worksheet from the los angeles county district attorney going seemingly identified as joan uh, jane doe number two was apparently sure her encounter with kazi happened when she was 18 initially the incident described by jane doe number two was reported to have occurred at an event at midsummer night's dream party held august 9 2008 uh during the course of the investigation however she told investigators she was unsure if the incident occurred during that event but was certain the party she attended took place in the summer of 2008 the da decided not to pursue charges investigators found that kazi was only on the guest list for one event in february additionally goings provided investigators with the name of a friend who had accompanied her accompanying her to the event but when investigators located the possible witness the individual denied knowing goings uh kazi's attorneys wow. used this report uh from the da's office as part of an effort to dismiss the lawsuit as outside the statute of limitations however when goings amended her complaint last week the motion to dismiss became moot nevertheless in more court papers goings attorney argues the charge evaluation worksheet is unreliable hearsay um so yeah it, i mean it still might not because it seems like it's gonna be <sighs> that's gonna be a hell of a tightrope to walk to get that to go to trial um but that's a. Uh, that's where we're at with that one right and even with this case when we on, the person that she said it is it, one of those things where they're like i see all the shit and i don't want to be involved nope i don't know them i don't know who they are nope. maybe yeah maybe don't bring my name up i don't want nobody finding me i don't know anybody hunting me i don't know anybody harass me no also that was in 2008 somebody might have moved on 
you know who knows you know it was at the playboy mansion maybe you don't want people to know you was chilling over there with the right. old balls correct um <laughs> a judge gave the go-ahead for bill Cosby to sue one of his rape accusers uh andrea constant the person who uh they're litigating that that trial now um that he can sue her because she broke a non-disclosure agreement from the 2006 lawsuit that settled out of court but in 2015 she spoke to newspapers uh she argued that she didn't break the agreement because uh when other women made claims and then that was new uh stuff servicing and she was like okay it's a pattern and i can talk about it uh but the judge didn't agree and he he has also allowed other claims by kazi however he refused to claim which that she broke the agreement talking to cops so anything she said to the police is fine that's not the same as talking to the newspaper or whatever um she spoke to police in 2015 after they responded to her 20 uh, 2004 case um let's see what else is going on with this dude um oh <laughs> that was just uh back when he had uh you know when he first started going to trial i don't know if y'all saw him walk in the court building and he was looking like uh yeah, he's talking about he was blind yeah he's looking like mr magoo like he, i think he even ran to a pole to, like i'm so weak i couldn't have raped anyone not even 10 20 years ago let alone 50 um well uh that was his article for the daily mail bill Cosby is 79 blind housebound and in his own personal hell with a degenerative eye condition as he prepares for sexual assault uh that's that's now (laughs) this happened i mean like 50 women just didn't come out now and men like you know he just ran into my pussy because he has a bad eye problem (laughs) (laughs) this happened many years ago This, this country astounds me how it treats uh survivors of, of of sexual abuse you're talking about like even the rape kits and how fast it gets done they can do them fast they can probably you know even if you get it done some of these states they have kits sitting on shelves gathering dusk they haven't even been looked at yet right and you're right like the one girl just wants to move on because there's such a stigma because not like almost any other crime in this country it's like you got done wrong justice is going to come for you no it's like you got did wrong what what were you wearing right you shouldn't have been drinking xyz this 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 it's like it is so hard to find that support group. So just in, and then in, to in see the system, or you, you sometimes even your own family. So I'm like, you hear right. stories like the family is like, "Esa puta," you know, that she did this, and so fuck mm-hmm. her. It's like, sorry, it's like. And then to see like this is not on the on the victim to have been this higher morality character that you think should be in your head. It's like this happened to this person. And then person. to see the sympathy shown to the alleged abuser like oh he's he's living in his own personal hell it's it's really like karma already got him so why should they even go to court i mean think about it guys like you got justice because he can't see good no more and ah. he he just has to sit in his big beautiful mansion all alone uh these days even though he no, was just like about to have a tv show off the hog and he had all the all this all that good well good work he did on you know, he got mm-hmm. all that money. He lived the life because this didn't come up earlier. I mean, Leonard Part Six, whatever. But 
<laughs> but he still got to live the good. He didn't have this on his conscience. These these women have to live with that every day. And he was you just know, about days are worse than others. You know, there, there's no and don't forget Ghost Dad. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the chat, that's my boy Mark. By the way, you guys in the chat room, Mark is my heterosexual life partner. He's going to talk to you about <laughs> all day. Like going in for a I saw him that's in the. Boy. I saw I him you, stalking you. I saw him stalking he, you in the chat. He doesn't have to live that life of you know. <laughs> maybe some days you don't think about it. I, I it's never happened. Well, I can't you know, my thing, it. my thing is, um, the the interesting part of all this is well he's his life is so bad now then why are you even seeking justice it's kind of the undertone of all this shit like well isn't he suffering enough already should he have to pay for his crimes i mean aren't you asking for a little bit much now that he's he's old i mean he essentially got away with it you you probably don't care anymore do you that's pretty much the undertone of all this shit but what's funny is that they're saying he's so decrepit and, you know i mean I'm yeah they're well they're saying he's ah! so they're saying he's so decrepit and useless before this controversy came back up he was trying to start another sitcom so how do you go from i was healthy enough that i was gonna have i was gonna be able to put out a however many episodes sitcom on a major tv network but i'm also so decrepit and old that you know you might as well just let me die everyone just let me die and forget about this i I promise i'll die soon wasn't it three three four years ago or three he had that comedy central special mm-hmm. he was still doing it i mean he was, he was touring he, he was touring during was this touring. when it started like like the i i'm never gonna buy the he was just a poor old man excuse i'm sorry um california has voted to remove time limit on prosecuting rape cases because of this good um so it's one of those like it probably won't help any because it's not um retroactive so it probably won't help anybody that actually was sexually assaulted before this passed but um well that reported that sexual assault before this passed but i love that i love that something good came out of this because I've never understood why there's a limitation on you don't that do it on murder particularly they, they can go back and find your ass at 102 if you kill somebody right like that seems like a really weird one to have a statute of limitations on um and we do make the distinction of like well if it's for minors okay that's different like you can prosecute that forever but if you're uh, women i mean they should have known better yeah. <laughs> right and they should have let us known in a reasonable amount of time all right so um yeah you can uh before it used to say uh i think you had to be tied uh it had to be tried within 10 years unless dna evidence comes to light after that time period uh and sex crimes against children younger than 18 must be prosecuted before the victim turns 40 so it's technically a limit on that too um but apparently uh in the wake of these allegations um uh, they're gonna end the time limit for prosecuting rape and felony sex crimes uh it passed unanimously and it will now move to the senate uh where according to the los angeles times an earlier version of the bill already passed in june so something good came do, out of this do you want me that congress or senator or whatever political figure who voted no on that for some other reason <laughs> there's, there's no fighting that i don't like the way this was worded i agree with the sentiment but this little wording would just yeah. sign off you Yo. don't want that on you don't mm-hmm. put that evil on me ricky bobby pass pass it pass it <laughs> somebody puts like a um and i want to build a bridge uh over my yep. Yep. i want to build a moat around my mansion and it's like well i had to vote no against the moat and it's like mm-hmm. sure buddy mm-hmm. sure ah! uh, <laughs> just give 
Give the guy three shovels and then he'll build his moat. There we go. Yeah. Bill Cosby lost his uh, lawyer, Monique Presley. So she uh bad in the ship. I don't know if the check stopped coming in or she just woke up one day and was like, Wait a minute. I don't believe this bullshit either. Mm-hmm. But not where I thought you were going with that statement. Yeah, well oh yeah, that's true. Did <laughs> she wake yeah. up and uh oh. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm man, you know Monique Presley ain't never believe that shit. Like she went on T V and defended him because that was her job and I really just feel like if she was in his house the moment of truth would just be like if he she was in his house and he was like you want something to drink she would be like are you fucking crazy of course i don't want something to drink from you you're a rapist coming in with five of these like no i'm good let's keep talking <laughs> yeah i don't need I no cappuccino <laughs> i don't want no cappuccino for your cappuccino machine bill i don't even want to eat here i don't eat i drink and eat before i come here i don't even bring bottles in your house i don't need to go to the bathroom here. mm-hmm but she left um she yeah, was she made the quaalude aid what kool-aid not quaalude she's no longer part of the legal team for the mu- much accused cosby show creator uh the shake-up in the actor's defense now sees angela agrusi head of the litigation at la and new york firm liner llp and pennsylvania based brian mcmonagle uh fronting cosby's efforts to avoid a potential decade behind bars on three felony charges of second degree aggravated indecent assault dropped on kazi late last year those charges are in addition to several civil cases nationwide that the actor is fighting so yeah and and to me it wouldn't surprise me if them checks didn't clear something happened some bounced something didn't go through he didn't pay her what she thought she was worth like something happened it was well, also all for money also the fervor and publicity from it died down a lot because she kept posting about it and tweeting about her going to court for him and all this stuff and i think while she at first got the attention of specifically a certain subsection of black folks that were uh very much on defending bill cosby um that that's fleeting you know what i mean like you can't you can't do that forever and um I, and especially since you know some of the publicity and all that stuff died down and that's kind of what she was there for right, getting her face like, on tv oh my career ain't gonna be no bigger for this yeah the interview stopped coming in yes, you know did. news stopped breaking maybe she just dipped because it was no longer a good move for her career uh at any rate though she gone uh and that's all of bill Cosby's news today uh let's see what other news we got going on here uh oh aretha franklin has been uh told by her doctors to cancel some performances and rest up and she's 74 years old mm-hmm. i just hope she all right man okay i feel like right before prince died we we started getting this kind of news yeah it started scaring everybody it wouldn't right. surprise me if more people uh start doing like shaka khan check themselves in the rehab start resting take a better care of their body not trying to find it, start losing weight getting that cholesterol and blood pressure down because they like look mm 2016 knocking on folks doors yeah she apparently um has canceled shows on august 26th uh birthday celebration for tony bennett september 15th uh september 23rd my birthday she's sitting out a show then um she won't resume her touring schedule until november possibly um so yeah aretha's uh man try to take care of us on the aretha watch stop hanging out with patty labelle and those pies <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh let's I, see I can't, I can't i can't lose another i can't lose another great one this year. i just i i, I was right, done with much with so Bowie many prince so many this year dog muhammad ali just oh. it's been a crazy crazy year um 
ladies if you got dense breast you might need annual mammograms okay that's what doctors are saying now uh according insurance to insurance gonna pay for these suggestions well i don't know u.s research suggests that women age 50 to 74 those without a high risk for breast cancer for or uh, dense breast tissue didn't have an increase um uh in breast cancer deaths if they went for a mammogram every three years instead of every two years but with dense breast and a higher risk of for those tumors yearly mammograms were associated with fewer breast cancer deaths than screening every other year uh researchers reported in annuals for of internal medicine now i mean maybe this maybe some insurance companies will pay attention to this and they'll pay for one every year you know a lot like on your physical or whatever you can right, get a mammogram and it, sh- and it should be included yeah um because i mean I some report came out saying that it doesn't have to be done every year which i think i mean i i read it i got i understood the science behind it but that just makes people go well if i don't have to do it every year why do it at all right or, you know, or full financial support it's like no 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 because that's that's how it starts it's like right it makes people not want to get checked and then makes insurance people not want to pay for it because we don't need it every year yeah. right right because that's it, when it goes the thing about insurance companies is before they uh had passed the code unquote obamacare where you your insurance pays every year for your uh annuals a lot of insurance companies would cover every other year like they cover one year you pay out the pocket one year they cover one year you pay out the pocket one year versus every year because depend on on what's going on a lot particularly women that are in birth control age your doctors will not renew your birth control. You can't get your shots. Your hum- you can't get any renewal until you take your annual. Like that, that they <clears throat> that do right. that to force women to come in just so they can get checked out. Well, doctors are conflicted about this. Uh, uh, they uh, and how often to recommend routine screening mammograms for women who don't have lumps or discomfort in their breasts. Even though these exams can save lives, they can sometimes subject women to unnecessary and painful treatments that don't find tumors or lower their risk of dying from cancer last year the american cancer society shifted its guidelines to encourage women to start annual screenings at 45 instead of 40 and to cut back on uh to every other year when they turn 55 uh the u.s preventative service tax services task force recommends mammograms every other year for women ages 50 to 74 um the worldwide breast cancer is the most common uh malignancy in women and about one in nine women will eventually develop it and the risk increases with age and when a woman's mother sister or daughter has been diagnosed with the disease uh typically if there's a suspicious area on a mammogram women get additional imaging to rule out cancer followed by a biopsy if more information is still needed to determine if the suspect cells are malignant when the extra tests don't find cancer the mammogram result is considered a false positive so yes yeah, you do get the, like those really i've i've i'm not of the age i'm mm. like kind of a few years off but you know talking to women that have gotten it done uh particularly uh women that are like heavy chested mm-hmm. they like squeeze your breast to like pancake size trying to scan and shit so it is not comfortable, comfortable for women at all mm-hmm. uh so i could see a lot of women going no but for most women, with the exception of for most women, they know their breasts. Like you know your breast, uh, you know when something don't feel right, you know when something don't look right. Particularly if you pay your body attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time, uh, with the exception of a few, most of the time women would go in, but like, hey, something don't feel right. Like a lot of times outside of the screening. Right, right. Um, 
<laughs> this is just a funny story man so i mean it's funny but it's sad obviously because we're saying it on our show but um there's a senior indian politician who is getting widely mocked on the internet um because photos showed policemen carrying him through ankle deep muddy water while inspecting deadly floods which killed hundreds of people so he went down there i have to ruin your gators man i have to show y'all this picture man i'm gonna put this picture in the chat you guys have got to see this fucking picture you cannot go and look you can oh so he's not even walking first of all he's wearing all white he wore all white to the flood zone. Oh, so that's just respect, man. You get, you know, like I don't want, I have my boy getting his white suit dirty. <laughs> helping him out. He made oh, with his got flooded, but you know, he's styling. Oh he's my god! Terrible photo op. That is the worst, man. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. You couldn't walk, right? That's oh. all it would have took. Cause walking here, like, oh man, he cares. Yeah, it's just, oh. that's a bad picture, dog. That's, I been, yeah, I would have been like, nope, you know, I got, I, I'm He's getting dirty for too. Yeah, you gotta, that's when you roll up your sleeves and you fucking wade through the water and you become. Put some boots on. Yeah, they go, this guy really fucking cares about his yeah, people that's because. That's when you get down on one knee. Yeah, like you gotta look like, hey man, this about y'all, not me. Right. Hundreds of people died and you like, ooh, it's, it's wet. <laughs> Nasty <laughs> water. In the chat room. He's right. Can't get my new curries wet. Mm-hmm. Ah! These steps, oh, the man. Chef shoe? Yeah, the chefs is cooking. Yeah. Oh man, they're so. too hot for this water. Yeah. So <laughs> that's. Yeah, I, I'll uh, be back in two shakes. My dumb ass thought I had the battery to the laptop here, and oh. I don't. It's in the other room. Give me okay. Two yeah. No problem. No, no problem, problem man. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, they uh, apparently carried this dude across the water um, to keep his. And for those Clothes of you, like, the picture dirty. looked bad. It looked like him and a posse, and they, like, carrying him. They, they, all they had to do was, like, put him up on their shoulders, which made a perfect, even better picture. It looks like a damn Olympic event or something. Yeah! Like, this the 400-meter carry this motherfucker across the water relay. Uh, his PR person did not get a hold of him. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a uh, new rapper in, well, not new, but he's a ra- there's a rapper in well, New he York. He's new to me. Whoever you going to say, I bet y'all don't know who he is okay there's a rapper in new york uh who is has come under fire uh he's a new york fire captain and he's out of this having a secret rap career and ah! and singing anti-police lyrics oh shit now the five man dropping them five beats yeah apparently he's got them hot bars uh literally <laughs> uh the, the bar so he, he got hot bars and he's extinguishing them himself as the fireman yeah um, as the fireman his his name is captain uh kasim ryan he's 44 he's assigned to engine 234 235 in brooklyn uh in bed uh however ryan also goes by the name ka and he's saying the 2013 song fuck them cops uh as ah! swats with the night vision i see your traps and your plots to dead us y'all rolling with kojaks nigga i got berettas um he was he was out of this having an alter ego by the new york post on sunday this is funny because so many you know a lot of artists and comedians and stuff follow me in there in the new york area mm-hmm. 
every single black person that and, and Pete Steele, every single black person <laughs> that, that that knew like that that saw the article was like yeah everybody knows this dude he's he's yeah he's a beast like i loved his album last year like everybody oh, was like top oh. five album in the last five years and stuff like this wow like, yeah he's new to me like i'm not even gonna front like i know his work like that because I, I don't do you got snippets yeah i can play it um but uh and then when you hear the lyrics like honestly he's like i don't know why they so mad like real talk his lyrics rapping and they don't understand that rap it rap rap it rap shit folks be doing like i'll see you boom boom chicka boom what what is this (laughs) i don't understand give me tony bennett (laughs) what is this beat like they were trying to say uh yeah he has a bunch of albums yeah he has one this year honor killed the samurai 2013 the knight's gambit uh yeah it sounds like uh maybe Boy knows how to write a title. Yeah, this might be on some, uh, you know, Randolph uh, Terrence would like this probably. He's a lyricist as well, so that's a uh, another reason I think Randolph would like it. So let me play some of his song. Um, this one is called uh, "Cold Facts." Um, let me skip to where he starts rapping, and I'll put it on screen for you guys as well. Um, let me go in here and share my screen. Sutter and Stone, Rockaway and Dumont. The gritty arteries of Browns are around. They stand the test, got father time rhymes. I know I'm blessed, father, part of my crimes. Just wanted to stack and ride beamers. Don't laugh on the ave with a pack of hyenas. Come through with the pride, get attacked with five ninas. Got trapped, now I'm flying, now I'm back with my Venus. The dream is live clean and good living. It's free as a scene, but the shit is a hood prison. So we sold that poison like Bivens Made noise and quietly gave sister nice ribbons Fuck them cops and swats with night vision Give me three days, we celebrate like Christ risen Grew up with good spirited goons Now I only see them in tombs or in visiting rooms Hold the cold tight, the beast on the creep I own the night, the heat's my receipt I need peace, all that beef shit is weak But niggas that talk trash get sweeped in the street Wash down the gutter Whatever remains get tossed around your mother Jump through squares, made of crown another I see your traps in your plots, dead as shot, rolling with cold jacks, nigga, I got back, I fuck the fetters, I heat it up with cold fats. Yeah, I mean, to me, that didn't sound that bad as far as, like, the cops should be mad at him. Yeah, I like that beat, like, he's mm-hmm. good. You That's did. like a Netflix original intro theme song to <laughs> some badass shit. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, that is... Yeah, like, Luke Cage. Like, yeah. a superhero thing, or, like, the super villain track, because that, I'm... I'm over here ready to break shit. Yeah. <laughs> we need Luke Cage to star with that shit next year, man. I, like, um, I mean, yep, well, this year, actually. Every, you got, everyone just said Luke Cage. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it, but yeah, I don't understand yeah, why you protest. would be. There's a lot of bad rappers y'all need to be protesting. Right. Like, and here's the worst part. You know, because of this headline, some fucking police, some people are going to take offense and, you know, I hope it doesn't blow into anything because he didn't even really say anything that fucked up. Was, nope like he just he's rapping he's an artist on the side um when a fire pops off he's still coming to the call it's not like he said and if the cops burn up i'm gonna let them die because uh because <laughs> i'm a firefighter you know like why y'all mad at him man nice try daily news nice try or daily well, was mail the post or the news because the post the, can really come down on yeah it was the post that ex- post. exposed him uh and the day like folks already knew um all right let's talk about this we got gregory on the show 
um so maybe this is right up his alley i don't know uh there's a couple this kind of combines all of our interests here at the show uh there's a couple that didn't tip their latina server and left behind a hateful message Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to finish the sentence. I, I, I've seen that article so many times today. We don't, what was it? Like, we only tip American citizens or we don't tip? We don't, oh, yeah, we only tip government. citizens, they said. Or, or I imagine they said, we only tip citizens. Like that. Yes, doesn't draw. They did spell citizens correctly, don't though. Talk right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speak yeah. English. Speak American. Sir, I am speaking in english right now speak god damn it uh yeah the message was left on a uh a receipt and it rattled sadie karina ellidge um but it made her grandfather see red um by the way <laughs> i was really ex- uh expecting a typical latina last name and they yeah, you just read off that last name and i was just like what you're right yeah sadie like i was expect. i'm not gonna lie i was like okay so it must have happened to a latina now i'm like was it even a latina person like did they just go i don't know she got a tan don't tip her don't tip her daughter's gonna get it like her full name because it's like spanish spanish it's gabriela joyce yeah. <laughs> everyone's gonna look at that name and go something don't fit here right no i I saw the article it's like i I, i'm sure just how from how she looked she might have said something maybe she has an act i didn't get to hear any audio but that's that's shady cheap ass racist shit she's 18 years old um she is of honduran and mexican descent but she's born in america um right right um so john happens it happens yeah right basically like that's way racist people so small-minded you know this person voted for trump like they're so small-minded they're just like brown person bad can't be your citizen that's what daddy trump said you don't you don't belong here what truth is you don't we all came on boats unless you were indian i yeah, hope you know that but, uh, American. but i was born here so i do belong here so fuck you um exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah so um yeah john ellidge took a photo of the grease stain receipt left for his granddaughter and posted it on facebook beneath the photo he typed you are a complete and total piece of dung that is very nice of him uh earlier on facebook the lawyer had you don't get to hear that word off a dung like that yeah like taking it old school <laughs> uh earlier on facebook the lawyer had written some other harsh words i'd happily do jail time if i could just get one solid punch on into the face of the son of a bitch who paid for his meal at the luncheon net where my granddaughter works and left a receipt for her with a note saying sorry we only tip citizens mm. ellidge who is white told the washington post he, he's particularly sensitive to slights directed at his multicultural family listen man you can come I to the, hug this guy let's go find let's go find him we need to hug this guy i don't that, do that's, that, that's i don't awesome. do this often i don't do this often but you can come on to the cookout brother you can have my plate i appreciate you <laughs> yeah because he's I mean, like we'll do the cooking don't get me wrong we'll yeah we cooking. yeah don't bring nothing bring like you, you can bring styrofoam cups, ice. yeah bring a soda or something but tablecloths we got you bro you can have my you can have my potato salad okay like i will actually go get me two plates and you can have my first plate that's how we do 
because uh, I appreciate you saying you a swing on a fool for fucking with your family. That's right. what I'm talking He's about. He said, I am not here for it. He yeah. was like, what you ain't gonna do up in here. Right. It's like, he's one of those white people that you be talking to or racist people be talking to and you say something fucked up and then he flip on you and you be like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You woke. <laughs> you didn't know. Real woke. <laughs> After flunking out of college, Ellis spent most of the 1980s in Honduras working for the Episcopal Church. He taught English to children in a bilingual school, started a youth program, and met Iris, the Honduran woman who became his wife. Uh, she already had two children, so he adopted them, and they returned to the United States. The family settled in Harrisonburg, a Virginia city ringed by three universities. Uh, um, the universities provided a lot of cultural diversity. So does a refugee resettlement office based in Harrisonburg. It's a good place to raise blended multicultural families, said Elledge. Uh, I've gotten six wonderful grandkids, Elledge told the Washington Post. Sadie's the third oldest. Her dad's a Honduran, my son, and her mother is a Mexican. We're a total, totally bicultural family, a pretty typical bicultural family. In three decades in the southern city, they've had a few discrimination problems, Elledge said. Once in the school, a kid told Sadie to make me a burrito, but it didn't phase her. Ellis says his grandkids are well-adjusted. Sadie plays soccer and posts selfies on face, her Facebook page. She graduated high school a few months ago and started community college a few in a, in a few weeks. Um, <clears throat> Ellis' law firm is in the center of town and it allows him to dote on his grandchildren. One granddaughter works as a secretary in the firm and Jess, Jess's lunch, the restaurant where Sadie works, is a few steps away. After Ellis posted the receipt on social media, the story spread quickly among his friends, including a few lawyers and investigators who tried to identify the person who scrawled the signature at the bottom of the receipt. Yeah, you don't, that's what I'm saying. You don't know who know who. You, you think you trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna mess around and find out who wrote that note. Yeah, who, whose credit card got that ran. person might have won the fucking with the wrong one. Matter of fact, you know what? When he, soon as he saw it, he, who you finna try? I bet it ain't me. Who bitch it ain't me? Caps, caps, caps. Who you finna? He got the typing. And, the, and, and them letters went out. Them emails went out. As soon as that shit. Oh, he see that it seen red, and then his keyboard with the clicking the clack. Particular set of skills. Yes, litigators mount up. <laughs> uh, um, he was not here for five heads coming out of martini glasses. <laughs> uh, but before they could figure it out, the people who ordered the gi- the gyro and the drinks returned to the restaurant angered after seeing the post. Oh God, the nerve of racist! But people. you did this shit. You did not, this not shit. ashamed, not embarrassed, not apologetic. Angered because they got pointed out for that bullshit. Oh, that's the worst like like not the same but microcosm of this i hate when people say stupid shit to me on twitter and then they get mad when i retweet them in my response to it they're like why you gotta retweet it your your dog's on me yeah i'm like why did you say something so stupid that people would i I just want to make sure that you don't say i took you out of context or that i or that people only saw my side of what you said and they didn't delete shit yeah they can't find it i want people to be able to see exactly what i responded to but it's so funny that only comes up when somebody is saying some horrifically embarrassing stupid shit they're like why you like they never say that they say hey man i love the show and i go hey thank you for listening and then do the same retweet thing they never go why are you showing everybody that i love the show because uh-huh. you only do that with fucked up shit anyway um same thing here it's like how you gonna show everybody well you wanted us to see it i mean you wanted Hello. my daughter to see, you want my granddaughter to see it right and you, you think the dm so 
welcome to twitter right um the man was yelling and screaming about the four digits of the credit card uh yeah no one's gonna find out that way i said it's not even your car are you really concerned about that or are you more concerned that it was put on social media he said well both i told him why is he even yelling at me he should go to the person that did it um at about that time john ellis walked into the restaurant <laughs> he heard that people the people who wrote the nasty message to sadie were back and he marched to the restaurant to meet them face to face we didn't talk much she was mad that i posted it the guy he was being really belligerent she was asking me why i posted it i said obviously it was an insult your signature against my granddaughter darn right i'm gonna post it and no apologies um right. mm-hmm. the restaurant manager told the post that the restaurant reviewed the videotape of the interaction and the tape shows that sadie picked up the receipt folded it put it into a receipt book she didn't have time to read the receipt then he said so oh man that was good anyway um i mean it, as, we, as, so, as someone from the back of a house when you hear these stories that you know just people don't who don't get tipped in junk that people are working hard out there so that's just like that pisses me off to know and right off the bat then that nice nice shit layer of racism on mm-hmm. top that's why we need to abolish tipping yes like I, I know people see the title of this show and they think oh that's so no we need to abolish it it really i agree we need to They're incorporate new york from these higher-end restaurants that can afford that's the i mean i've seen the math right and i i think attempting to try it is the way to go right there's no solid answer i get it i'm right. not an economics major but something's gotta be done i mean dignity like, why like to cut everything right the rent's too damn high <laughs> <laughs> well di- dignity wise we need to treat it as a dignified job because right. the way people become little tyrants of their fucking four top table it's unacceptable like we people don't do that in jobs to people they respect with their jobs right. like when you walk into the bank the bank can fuck you over like the Come bank can, the bank can hit you with 17 overdrafts they're like and it oh. can be wrong as fuck like you if like this pack this pack of gum costs you 175 dollars because we took this out 75 times and bank gonna be like take me to court and when you walk in there though here's the thing when you walk in there knowing you got fucked over you still walk in there you sit down you wait your turn you wait for the dude comes out in the suit the lady comes out in the suit you shake their hand you learn their name you sit at their desk and they look up your account they tell you you're still fucked and we're not gonna do anything to help you and people still don't throw a fit you still you walk outside and you get mad and you're like i got fucked over i can't believe this and it's all because of how we treat the position like we they're salaried you know what i mean like we, they they those people probably have insurance and right. benefits and we treat you know oh you went to school for this or whatever whether they did or not we treat them that way mm-hmm. they're dressed nicely or whatever someone bringing you your food is actually very fucking important yes they are like so much shit can go wrong with food the thing you're going to put inside of your body Come on, and you treat them like you're a fucking ramsey from game of thrones like it is amazing to watch what happens to people for this little bit of power of saying i can give you zero to say 35 percent on the tip you know what i mean and it's always the people near the lower end of that spectrum by the way that pull this kind of bullshit like if they were gonna tip you they were probably gonna give you like 10 percent or some shit like here's a dollar like people come in looking it's like you can see the tables that come in like they yes. just like you just know you're fucked. They, they they're gonna want to argue about something. I've had people do the, uh and I know this dude thought he was being so cute or whatever, but he comes in and puts like 
five or ten dollars down on the table like now you can get this now for every mistake i'm gonna take i'm like this is already wasting my time i should be working with another table like you know where that's <laughs> from right uh where it's an old episode of third rock from the sun oh okay actually an episode he puts on like a fat stack of money he was just like you know i'm gonna take a little bit away after each time and everyone you know I remember when that first came out, everyone's all like, oh, it's such a great idea. And it, it always circles around. And I, I, right. It's, it's a I terrible idea. That stack hit the table. Right. It's a terrible idea. It's, it's, it's Imagine awesome. if your boss did that. Like, you get a job, you, you get a salary every Friday or whatever. But that motherfucker was like, now, every time you fuck up this week, I'm going to take $50 out to check. You'd be like, I don't want to work here. This is crazy. It's too much pressure. And you're being stupid. And that's the thing. In these jobs, the customer gets to be your boss each different customer gets to be your boss for a little bit and decide what your compensation should be it's a ridiculous system it's archaic it's draconian um and it's punitive man it punishes people and then we have a whole subclass of people who work 35 because normally they won't let you work 40 because you end up getting benefits right they work 35 hours a week they have sometimes have to have second jobs they get you get paid in cash sometimes you get a uh negative check because because uh restaurants don't like for you to to say i made this amount of money and you now have to write me a check because i didn't get enough of a tip uh to justify working here to make minimum wage like they won't even let you do that shit so so many things go wrong with that position and we can end it all by being like look add a dollar or two to every omelet and ihop and just fucking start treating people like human beings raise the cheesy curly fries by 50 cent nobody gives a fuck yeah no one's gonna like no the people that will like people talk shit like that like uh, i remember papa john's was like we're gonna have to go up 50 cent a pizza for some bullshit about our drivers it was something stupid and i don't even think the drivers end up getting the money but the point they don't get the money right but the point being ain't nobody stop ordering papa john's right everyone talked all that shit a nickel you're not gonna netflix you know, one charging five bucks for an extra large pizza like i got the neighborhood yeah. like slice joint around the corner they're charging i pay 19 for an extra large of pepperoni but like you know it's not a chain restaurant they're right. making it. it's amazing it's worth the price right but you're the one charging five bucks for an extra large netflix went you're up netflix went up a dollar i remember a few years back and people were almost stop watching netflix now netflix is like the number one consumer of internet uh traffic it's people just talk this shit and i wish restaurants would just go um and i know why they don't want to they don't want to pay these people what they're worth and they're scared that they're going to get salaried employees and And have to pay benefits those are the people lobbying too right with the money but honestly i do feel like it would pay for itself at some point because people ain't gonna stop eating they're not gonna stop eating man and since most people are already doing some level of tipping with this shit just throw it on the bill and make it official so these people don't have to walk in there with their fucking albatross over their head all the time that's the third time i've used that in three days anyway with this albatross over their head the whole time word the sword of damocles over their head the whole time worried about Mr. fucking vocabulacious over there I, I just got tired of albatross that was that's getting out of control ah, Mr. Thesaurus. But I'm telling you, like ma- making the point about the rent you know, the rent of the the, the the restaurant itself actually i can talk about here in new york mm-hmm. and the rent is so damn high it's like people are afraid like if i raise more people won't come i can't pay the rent but also and there's, there's other articles at least for cooks cooks are fleeing these big name cities because we can't afford to live here i'm i'm very lucky i'm like on the last stop on the sixth in the bronx i got this two bedroom apart, apartment i'm very lucky and blessed but a lot of people i know they gotta live two three four people to an apartment and sometimes like two married couples need a roommate because they can't afford right. it right and that's like 
well-paying <laughs> jobs. So then you got people who are servers and line cooks, you know, and, uh, regular joints. They can't afford, they can't they, they, they can't live off that. They, they, they're and, making. and a lot of times what people federalize, like down south is a little different, but once you get up north in some of the larger cities, most people that work in the city don't live in the city. Mm-hmm. They like on the outskirts and have to bust in. Which, which way? I want to have. Yeah. So podcast report. Right, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, that's, y'all. That's where we get our listeners from, Karen. Uh, DC. But, <laughs> you know. I don't know nothing about that life, y'all. I'm sorry. Talent exodus. Mm. People are leaving these big name cities because they can't afford to. to that's work here. that's one good thing about the internet for some of this stuff is it's starting to make the world a little bigger um or smaller, I guess, for certain people where you don't have to be in New York for certain things to pop right. off. But yeah, certain professions, like if that's the hub, that's the hub. And it, yeah, if they're pricing you out of it, then it's like, what are you going to do? And then on top of that, we ain't going to pay you shit. You know what I mean? Like just right. the disrespect, you, like, oh yeah, my God. You have to truffle off. And the biggest part of that, which they're not going to talk about, and which most people aren't going to point out, gentrification. Gentrification affects a lot of shit. You have places that were poor and impoverished from the beginning, and you tore them down, you remodeled them, you rebuilt, you priced everybody out, you limited the, the amount of people that could live there at a certain like flat fixed rate, and you priced everybody out of these markets. So a lot of people can't afford <laughs> to stay there. And before we go on, mm-hmm. uh, you said something, and I wanted to explain to somebody. Uh, um, Chef said back of the house. For those of you that might not know the quote unquote lingo, the back of the house is like your chefs, your cooks, your dishwashers and things like that. The front of the house is like your servers, your um hostesses and things like that. You I mean not that it's a big thing, but I yeah, your bartenders, people that you can probably physically see. And a normally lot of times. normally back of the house gets like hourly wages. Yes, they do. Um and then uh your tip staff sometimes, depending on which state you might make below minimum wage. Like I know in North Carolina, it's like $2.35. Um, and then you, your tips are expected to make it to, so you make minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And if you make more than minimum wage with your tips, then you don't even get the $2.35. Nope. So it's a, it's a, you know, big cash 22. And then like some places, depending on where you work, there's all these like unspoken rules. Like you need to tip out to the back of the house to some places. Tip your bartenders. Tip your bartenders. Uh, so, so there's like all this unspoken stuff sometimes that, that goes on. Uh, so a lot of times, and a lot of times servers catch the brunt of that, you know, stuff like people who dine and dash, they expect that to come out of your check. Yes. I'm not a security motherfucker. I'm just a waiter. What was I supposed to do? Take that, a bullet for you? That, that's my whole point. The, and honestly, I've served for years, but I, the biggest reason why I never, I think I worked at one restaurant where you had to cash out. Everywhere else, I was like, y'all got a cashier? Cool. Because I'm not checking nobody out. You got a cashier? That motherfucker is accountable. Yeah, but even then, it's still fucked up. They, like, that shouldn't be a worry of yours. No. Uh, the same thing with, um, what was the other thing they do? Oh, if people that break plates and shit, sometimes they'll take that oh. out of people's salaries. That's so fucked up. It's just, like, if you own a restaurant a plate being broken is a cost of business like you knew when you bought that shit at some point a plate was gonna get dropped if a customer dropped it you wouldn't take it out of a re- uh, waiter's uh check no so what the fuck does it matter that i dropped it it's just you know little little just fucked up shit like that all right um here's a here's a here's some good news all right okay ladies yeah. i hope you guys are listening out there in lady land all my ladies that listen to the black gal tips say hey hey well we got some good news for you sexism is over 
bullshit it is over can't nope you cannot bullshit you cannot fight the facts on this okay i don't care nope nope Mm-mm. according to a I'm new Donald trump in this i don't give a fuck what you say according to a new survey from the pew research center more than half of men in the united states think sexism is over so i mean <laughs> that's pretty definitive i mean more oh, than half uh, uh, these are the same people that ask dudes that they want women to play video games the same gamergate people i don't yeah, know they, they just the same survey people uh i don't you know asking men about shit that the ain't got right sh- activists the, right. pew, the pew research center is a very professional organization parent and i don't care more than half of men have decided that sexism is over so i think you ladies need to you know stop holding on to this one okay it's mm. it's really y'all that are holding us back experiencing the sexism and shit mm. if y'all would just stop experiencing it we could all stop talking oh about okay, it. okay 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 so my wife is listening to this so i'm not saying shit <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 so i want to be sure. so we know which 50 percent that gregorio's in <laughs> so holy cow that's a real fucking survey did wow. they so so did they ask this group the same group so uh because it's brought to your attention now it's a problem you know because before you didn't have to ignore it so if you asked them 10 to 15 years ago would you even think sex was a problem they would tell you no right i don't know i'm not psychic i gotta read the article the most women in um in the national sample <laughs> of roughly 4,600 people say that discrimination still makes their lives harder 63 percent uh say that while 34 percent say otherwise um who the 35 percent 34 of, of women who are like G- gender plays no role in my life uh it doesn't make my life harder or easier at all how um, did they say how many men how many women that just got oh we just got a big ass number 46,000 wait 4,600 people how many did they because that's the thing they're not dividing this up into sexes are they uh not, not that i read so because far I but it might have you, if they did some of these numbers would shift depending on who they ask political beliefs skewed the numbers republican men and women for example are far more likely to say sexism doesn't stand in the way of america's women a full three quarters of republican men say such discrimination has vanished uh democrats are more likely to think the opposite age also appears to play a role uh, among democrats men under 35 are more likely to say discrimination against women has vanished oh that's that i don't see gender shit like you know what I'm, like, i don't see gender i don't see race i don't see shit we're all the same to me baby okay i don't see any discrimination against gender sweetheart me either now bitch get in there and make me a sandwich <laughs> i doubt the democratic men say bitch make me a sandwich they probably say lady make me a sandwich <laughs> are you sure <laughs> woman make me a sandwich. right are you sure because it, because if you think it's gone believe you me i don't think it's gone uh perhaps not an unsurprising finding considering women now outpace men in college enrollment and degree attainment so that means it's over young women also face the smallest gender wage gap millennial women on average earn 93 percent of what their male counterparts make while female workers in the broader labor force take home 79 percent of every dollar paid to men they did not break that down by race i already know you're about to ask that among republican <laughs> Does men that make a difference in your answer too yeah obviously among republican men opinion doesn't vary as much by age with all of them thinking women ain't shit so uh <laughs> <laughs> uh peter glick a social sciences 
professor at Lawrence University who co-designed the first course on diversity management said uh America's men are ne- aren't necessarily in denial the women around them he said probably appear to be doing quite well younger women more than ever before are launching their lives on vis- visibly equal footing the pew respondents he said might be equating sexism with behavior rampant in the madman era groping at work the near universal presence of men in upper rows a woman's inability to obtain a credit card without her husband's signature and that's some old school sexism right there right i mean it's not like we're not letting them vote They might be thinking about the more overt or obvious forms of sexism, but it comes out today in subtle, insidious ways. Look at the top hierarchy in just about anything. It looks more like the 50s than a lot of people understand. Uh, women just hold 4% of CEO positions at S&P 500 companies, according to Catalyst, which tracks gender and leadership at those firms. 19% of those directors are women. Uh, women, meanwhile, make up just 19% of the U.S. House of Representatives. They comprise 20% of Senate seats, and those 57% of American college students are women. Only a quarter of college presidents are women. The American Council on Education reports. So, yeah, it's still obviously, overtly, the closer you get to the top, especially, um, you know, geared towards men. Um, at any rate, uh, it's over because men decided, Karen. Okay, we were asked in a poll, and I don't we care said, what y'all decided. We have a say in the matter. It's democracy, it Karen. We said so. Mm-mm, nope, you cannot wag your penis in front of me and tell me you're right. Get out of here. <laughs> this is a democracy. Mm-hmm. And we made it go like this. <laughs> right. Okay, we made it go this way. Helicopter it. <laughs> right. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But wait till you see the next article. Uh-oh. Uh, just fucking with women what's happening these two these two articles came down my timeline back to back by the way like this it was (laughs) well they got a hundred this one first and then the the one i just read was the second one right so here's the first article i saw before i saw the sexism is over oh lord judge a judge sets aside rape charges for probation so an ex-athlete can enjoy a college experience Yeah, definitely wouldn't want him to not enjoy his college experience after that unfortunate. Yeah, got another Brock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, I mean, it's not guess the race, but come on, come on, oh, white. You know what this? Dude, you already know what this dude looks like. Does it rhyme with life? <laughs> yeah, it does. It ding does ding it rhyme ding. With <laughs> Oh. Yeah, he looks like the textbook. Like if you look in a dictionary under white, ah! is that oh, dude's wow. face? That's... Yeah, yeah, very generic. Yeah. Looking. Now apparently, uh, in the update, they say he won't actually be attending the school. So can the judge go back and rescind the uh, sentence, or does that final? Um, but he will avoid serving jail time, he regist- uh, registering as a sex offender. Wow, he doesn't even have to register as a sex offender. Oh, he so was, he does not? Nope. It says he will avoid serving jail time and registering as a sex offender after he was charged with sexually assaulting two unconscious women at a house party. Uh, David Becker, 18, has been charged with two counts of rape and one count of indecent in assault and battery in conviction with the April 2nd incident at their party in Palmer. Palmer District Court Judge Thomas Estes in August, on August 15th, ordered Becker's case continued without a finding for two years, and he was sentenced uh, Monday to two years of probation. During that time, the former East Longmeadow High School student was ordered to avoid drugs and alcohol, submit to an evaluation for sex offender treatment, and stay away from the two 18-year-old victims. Becker, a three... <laughs> 
i'm sorry this just makes me so fucking mad because <laughs> they just, did everything right y'all right just go, reported, the, just go to the just go to the police just go to the police process justice will be served right it's just go to the police i mean if you want me to believe you go to the police that's what and I, all that little becker has to do is get counseling yeah he gotta get counseling and uh of they didn't even say uh he can't he can't do drugs just avoid him you know if you see some drugs somewhere just cross the street just just say no yeah just try to say no buddy i mean i know you have a problem with that but you know uh he's a three-sport athlete at the school he'll be permitted to serve probation in ohio where he plans to attend college and will not be required to register as a sex offender no conviction will appear on his record if he complies with the terms of his probation uh he can now look forward to a productive life without being burdened with the stigma of having to register as a sex offender said his attorney the goal of the sentence was not to impede this individual from graduating high school and to go on to the next step of his life which is a college experience <sighs> no sexism though guys no, i mean yeah i mean well uh-huh. thank god is dead you know because imagine what would have happened in a sexist world what would have alive and well woo! Woo! I mean, that's, some, that's some white male penis privilege right there <laughs> they would have been smoking cigars and high-fiving if this would have man thank goodness like, even, even with that brock turner case the same judge same crime sentenced a latino man to like six years and he deserved probably deserved more i'm not saying yeah, right give the, all the other races the same amount of treatment no send him to fucking jail right you know that make him sign up you know, put him on the list yeah. you know slap him around i don't care put a big fucking tattoo on there man i'm sure these the the survivors of the assault would love to live a regular life too right but they don't get that so why do they why do they this poor guy right and and to me when judges make these light sentences i guarantee you for most of them, if you go back and check how they have ruled in the past on various different things, mm. I guarantee you the color of your skin made a difference on how they ruled. Oh, because, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, even, I don't know this guy's race. His last name's Estes, so mm. I don't know. But even with this, even with the just implicit bias that we have in America, you see crew cut white dude come into your courtroom and he plays three sports and he gets good grades and you go well if we give him a second chance you know but if you the Nobody same else gets it though yeah that'd be some black dude with dreads he's not getting a second chance if that's some no, not even the headline not like you right. know alleged rapist david little becker no it's just like three-star olympia three-star athlete, right you know three and no no right Sorry, exactly no. oh i know by what he was accused of like every other crime usually is by people of color you don't get to give them this right whole, like, and the no. thing is i don't want uh white privilege i don't want no. all that but um it's 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 telling that in the people that you know where gender plays a, a obvious role mm-hmm. yeah that race also plays an obvious role duh you know that's a, it's always right there gregorio we're gonna hit the uh new session and i'm gonna invite you back on screen because we get a two-hour limit on this it'll be right back mm-hmm. in one second all right let me prepare to go live call y'all niggas to the session and i'm live and i'm adding y'all back to the screen uh karen just sent your invite and let me find gregorio real quick and i'm adding him and should be good to go in a second all right cool we got everybody back all right so um yeah man that that yeah that (laughs) that uh 
apparently this dude and what what the the crime that he committed i mean because he was convicted he just didn't get sentenced really um two women were at a party they were drinking uh because one of the classmates fathers were out of town uh but they stayed to help him clean up um and the women went to upstairs bedroom where they talked to him until they all fell asleep they said they awoke to find him sexually assaulting them and he apologized to one of the women by text message the following day he denied sexual contact with the other victim but said he believed his actions with the first woman had been acceptable because she didn't stop him um that woman said she had her becker had similarly assaulted other girls in the past earning the nickname david the rapist um, Holy shit. yeah it was that 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 was his go-to move and yet we still need to get this guy a second chance so he can experience college uh i'm assuming by experience college they mean rape people in college i mean what what's he supposed to do he's learned no lessons yet uh his attorney I mean, go-to move in college was just like saying hi and failing miserably but (laughs) right um his attorney strongly denied both of the claims and accused the alleged victims of unjust character assassination how do you sleep at night sir you know like what is that that check must be big as fuck to make you just i mean the pillows at your house must be so soft and comfortable for you to be able to go to sleep with that on your conscience. He got the real geese, not the geese feathers. He got like the whole geese underneath the pillows. Yeah, one of the just like Police found no right. evidence of previous sexual assaults, and one of the victims told the court she did not believe jail time was necessary. And the judge closely followed the sentence recommendation by Becker's attorney. Uh, we all make mistakes when we're 17, 18, 19 years old. Cause they can be kids, right? And we shouldn't be branded for life with a felony of, <laughs> yeah, anyone that's brown is like, th- that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, 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 we're adults at 12 though, right? Hey, I was a huge, shy nerd, so like I wasn't fond of that crowd, but I know kids of that age. I remember that time, man. It was just like, Juvie. Yeah. <laughs> well, 17, 18, 19, we all make mistakes that motherfucker gets life <laughs> like like that dave chappelle joke where he's like it was a goddamn power driver like ah! um but yeah so of course they brought up brock turner by the end of the article and stuff but um thank god sexism is dead ding 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 sexism is dead we don't have to worry about it anymore guys uh now to go to our um you know another one of our game segments uh this one is a little something called fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we get articles and we score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody all right al sharpton um came out today and oh, man. oh i missed this story uh, this is this is this is uh, i have so much respect for al sharpton jesse jackson all the people that marched and was on the front lines for all kinds of stuff but uh Uh-oh. he came out and defended nate parker and said hollywood is trying to smear the messenger by bringing up nate parker's old sexual assault case so nobody got a hold of him was like al don't speak on this one like nobody was like you know what 
ignore that one ignore that one it's some other shit over here that we could actually put our money towards uh speaking before dozens of activists and supporters at the harlem headquarters of national action network the civil rights group that he founded in 1991 sharpton said he believes that the academy of motion pictures arts and sciences and the right-wing media are trying to use the incident to prevent a historical narrative about slave resistance from being shown in movie theaters i have a question why do people act like this is frustrating why do people act like every this move right here is going to change the world and why do people act like nobody else that's not a rapist can come up with an excellent movie that we can all support behind it's like we have to take anything we get just because it's presented to us no matter what and we got to support you because you black and we got to defend you because you black and we got to be there because you're a black man you know because it would have been amazing if, if a black woman would have would have been starring in a movie let's say with uh harriet tubman and everybody would have been crunk and excited about the new harriet tubman movie and let's say something would have happened something as simple as her news got leaked some shit that she wouldn't even in control of or something simple she'd been raped in the past and p- the response would have been completely different them niggas would have been like i'm not watching the movie i'm not supporting the movie she's a whore she's a slut everything would have been her fault but for some reason when it comes to black men all everybody want to get information and act like the shit that black men do don't matter i have a question why are your questions rhetorical i don't know that was rhetorical you didn't have to answer that <laughs> okay um, i don't know nah i no i honestly do feel the double standard like right. um and and i and like i know sharpton comes from an era where we really were starved for right. representation we were starved for positive representation um and whatnot I think a lot of the, like especially with martin luther king and all of the civil rights leaders i think all the declassified fbi files there was purposely like actions taken to discredit civil rights people so that would make it go away right I, you know you can see where you might be coming from not right. defending right his experience well, I mean, we can do both i mean we we this right. event this movie happened it's a great telling everyone needs to go see it but we can also acknowledge this happened he did this right you can't just give him a pass right that's 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 the other thing well he he goes on let me just say his own words um now all of a sudden they rediscover what they already knew <laughs> the way <laughs> The way you kill the message is you try to smell the messenger. Nobody's justifying wrong, but if you go to court, charge somebody with the crime and the courts in Pennsylvania in 1999 find you not guilty, you can't have it both ways, Sharpton said. He didn't get the rest of the memo. He, He didn't get the whole report. All I want to know is, what is the standard? Is the standard now that you could take an almost two decade acquittal and beat him down and deny him the Oscars? But it's all right for others who've done crazy stuff to be Oscar material. I just Woody Allen. Sorry, (laughs) I just want to know what is the standard. Now here's the thing: when those things happened and the public was made aware of them, there were controversies. You can't skip past it. Like even I still expect. And well, here's what's so funny: this happened in 1999. He's had a successful career. He's been fine. This at this point, you just don't want anybody to talk about it, right? right like right. this isn't even about how it's going to destroy his career, any of that. You just want people to say this movie is so good, and we will only talk about this movie, and we won't talk about this uh, obvious public scandal. When your star elevates, 
more people become aware of you which means more people become aware of your past so you have to go through this and he wasn't trying to hide it it, it was public knowledge it was, yeah well the studio got in front of it and scheduled interviews and brought this up i mean it's smart to be honest i know it's cynically i mean we know what they were doing it's well i'd rather have a controversy in august than fucking november when this or october whenever this comes out maybe in two months people will have kind of died down on their anger over it um maybe people will see some reviews and and things of this nature maybe people will realize that they already support a lot of men who have been abusive to women and it'll kind of die down because we already as a society we already do um but this is 2016 things have changed dr dre had to apologize for what he did to d barnes like it's like this isn't like there's no more passes for people you have to address what you did or or it will come back to haunt you and if it doesn't if you don't want to apologize that's fine but you will have to uh you will have to address whatever it was and that's all this is it's not some witch hunt turn like white hollywood is it trying to get this man in my belief um it's coming up because him in the studio made sure that it was coming going to come up like they knew it was a something that had to be dealt with from the second that he got this movie and sony or whoever paid for it he knew and, and and for me, it's funny that Al Sharpton said that. So when Al Sharpton talks about some of the injustices that happened decades ago and they're constantly being dismissed, right? So 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 you're using the same tactic that people use against you mm-hmm. when you stand up and you talk about civil rights, or let's say a class action lawsuit came up uh, about you know something states did years ago, and they're you know they owe the reparation, and the states decide fuck you, I'm not going to pay. Right. You, you 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 and your you and your people would go and fight and right. defend, but this shit happened years ago, so that shit don't matter, right? right. You know you know what I'm saying? And, no, and no, no, I, you're right. Or if you find out an actor did something racist, right? You're not gonna like. I doubt Al Sharpton will say, well. They just trying to stop his movies from coming. He'll be like, "Yo, that motherfucker's racist. Fuck him." Right. You so know? the the thing is, is it, it? I'm to the point to where it's okay for you not to say nothing. Like like yeah, being no comment. quiet. No comment is a thing. It is, exists. It's sometimes the best response until you find out all the facts, all the news. Like you don't have to give all these hot. This takes. isn't even a hot take or all the facts, Karen. Right. I think you have to consider that this is willful yes we this isn't a mistake al sharpton made he this is a press conference he held an event to say these comments like he's thought about it and he's decided that that's not more important than this movie in his opinion you know that's that's that i mean it's just i don't agree with him i don't know why he felt the need to have to say this he really could have said nothing the movie will do fine either way no one like no one's gonna go see it because al sharpton gave a press conference like there's no person sitting around like Yo, I almost wasn't gonna see the movie, but Al Sharpton gave a press conference, so now I'm gonna go see it. You know? Yes. Say, say that again, Chef. Okay. They, I, we we all know there are certain types of people who decided not to see the movie, so I I don't see this press right. knocking anything else out. And I think a lot of people. Even I've had this conversation this weekend with several of my friends from across the board, and I think it's like I said, we we can talk about both without nullifying the other. Right. Yeah. That that's the other thing. Happen both things could be true this like this witch hunt that they think is happening is going to hurt the film right uh 
I, I think we're, we are now at an age where we can talk about both both things could be true but knowing the behind the scenes i don't think that's what this is i really think this is a company making a smart move to get in front of a controversy scheduling interviews and bringing this up now it's almost like when eminem roasted himself in the final battle for eight mile and then the dude they have shit to say because eminem had already said everything bad about himself you you do i mean it's smart strategy i'm like i'm not beyond admitting that it's smart but i really wish motherfuckers would just see it for that and leave it at that like because because no one's gonna stop you from seeing the movie it's not like anyone's gonna be standing in your way when you buy a ticket just go watch the movie when you talk about it on social media people are still gonna go Mm -hmm. yeah okay it was a good movie or it wasn't people are gonna review this movie it's still gonna be nominated for oscars i guarantee like there's like too much too many people have done too much fucked up shit for women and went on and prospered for us to think this is where it stops like it's like by the time this shit gets to award season people are gonna just be like it was a good movie he was mired in controversy and that's even a bigger part of his story like that makes his story even more triumphant that you know people tried to assassinate his character um right and also mm-hmm. you know the underlying tone of that and what he's saying is women don't matter like like he could say i'll say what we want but what, but what you are telling me by coming out and doing this you're going all right women who have been sexually assaulted out there you don't matter you know mm-hmm. and, and particular i'm caught and he didn't say this but this is the tone i hear black women get your asses information to go out here and support this black man well he'll talk he goes on that's not in his comments okay, does he know she she killed herself in 2012 the victim uh i don't i, mean, I can't that, imagine that puts him in a bad place <laughs> i can't imagine him not knowing at this point um uh the, he also blasted the academy in 2006 for giving it's hard out here for a pimp best original song um so that's that respectability shit mm-hmm. um uh he yeah. said that he remains deeply concerned that films that depict positive aspects of black culture and history are routinely dismissed uh Sharpton's embrace of parker comes even as many celebrities have publicly distanced themselves from the 36 year old actor director producer who gained national acclaim for his performances uh in the great debaters red tales and secret life of bees actor anthony anderson has said that he too stands with parker and has plans to see the movie Sharpton said that he has put the academy on notice and will continue to monitor the theater openings of the film across the country somebody has i'm I'm sorry somebody has to have enough courage to tell the truth no matter what the consequences are said sharpton who called parker's attempt to flip the original birth of a nation movie that glorified the ku klux klan in a story about nat turner bold and audacious all these millions of dollars these folks get paid and they won't tell our story sharpton said all these elaborate homes they build and they won't tell our story and here comes a man with a wife and five children who puts it in puts it all in line and you think i'm gonna be quiet we are going to stand up and tell our story um what's funny about that is <laughs> what's funny about that is people will float that he got wife and kids defense out there but that also means there's a, a woman that was a victim of this that you are dismissing by That's using the wife and kids point. as a shield yeah oh uh, i can't I, I this article must have changed from when i first saved it because they also had a part where he talked about of course he understands black women having issues with the film and i was like well then what the what the fuck then? what are you talking yeah like what's talking, the dog. yeah oh nobody is justifying wrong 
uh but if you go to court charge somebody with the crime and da, 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 da. okay yeah here it is Shartan said adding that and he understands the many concerns that black women have raised over the past few days about the allegations uh and then that's when he says all i want to know is what's the standard here's the thing black women don't set the standard Mm-mm. it's not like those black women are cool with woody allen right like so why are we presenting this false uh, negative this false ultimatum of like well you either for nate parker or you letting everybody else go like uh, anyway i'm 100 percent fucked with mm-hmm. 100 for me all right karen mm, yeah i've been yeah 100 all right gregorio survey says 100 100 uh good morning america anchor amy robach apologized uh after saying uh using the term colored people live on the air while discussing the lack of diversity in hollywood i'm not the colored people now why al Sharpton can't be mad at her that i feel like maybe she should take it out on her Ooh. uh let me see what i, I got feel that out because i want to know she said it and went there are colored people <laughs> like you got that record <laughs> oh, oh. i messed that up i messed that one up <laughs> let me see if i can Camera play still rolling see if i can oh. play this clip uh she's fantastic now we all know hollywood has received recent and uh, quite a bit of criticism for casting white actors in what one might assume should be a role reserved for colored people is this oh. potentially the industry trying to write itself doing something right what, what do you make of this move could it be in reaction to all of that negative press before i think the industry is very yeah it may be a small it but she powered through that's professional you just gotta keep talking she looks like the picture for white like aryan white woman <laughs> by the way like she her saying color people is just like is this really a record scratch moment <laughs> <laughs> and he's giving her that look like ooh, yeah <laughs> mm, glad it wouldn't be you you. reserved for color people uh whoops yeah, whoops and what you fail to realize they could be mad but they still gonna give mama their money oh my god so i guess she apologized um uh she uh was substituting for robin roberts <laughs> oh my god did she mean to say people of color and she said colored people she said colored people but listen she's talking about white people taking the jobs of colored people uh in her her thing and she literally that day was standing in for a black woman yeah that's so funny oh so many levels of this Uh, (laughs) yeah she was referring to the controversy over zendaya getting the uh role of mary jane in the new spider-man movie I can't believe that's a controversy, by the way, because her name was you, always you Mary. After Michael B. Jordan. Well, her name was Mary G- Mary Jane Watson. Like she should have been black from conception. <laughs> like her whole story was black as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, yo, yep, I can't argue there. Yep. Yeah, you know the Watson, that Watson family. Yeah, her father left her. She lived next door to Peter. She came from the hood, like daddy named you Mary Jane. Yeah, Mary Jane Watson. I mean, listen, Mary Jane. If if I read Braille, I would be like, uh, wait, she's not black. You know what I mean? Ah! Come on. <laughs> anyway, uh so she's. <laughs> imagine the people when they hear it they go no why not nobody told me this she apologized and explained she meant to say people of color yeah but the apology came too late for many viewers who were outraged at the co-anchor's racial slur many branded it offensive while another tweet 
tweeted that robot gets a pass this time but vowed to ditch good morning america for a rival morning program if it happened again Mm. (laughs) i I think this could be a teachable moment for her Mm -hmm. because man just out of the shit storm of news we've had today maybe we just want that one light bulb that one moment of can we give someone a chance can we hope maybe something can come out of this and maybe she maybe she said it wrong just bad mouth moment and maybe she can learn and not maybe it came from here and that's what she meant to say mm-hmm. i don't know that's that's tough uh good morning america is married to former melrose play star andrew shoe um and they are raised raising their combined children what i think they meant to say her name and they put good morning america <laughs> i'm like how's a show married to this dude so i guess she's married to him um married to everyone on the set yeah um well at any rate um she apologized she's uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh for me personally 50 50 for karen gregorio yeah you know i'm gonna say 25 i think that's a huge like just bad mouth just yeah i'm gonna go with 25 just it's more of a haha to me than a uh but she clearly fucked up and she knew it I, like see, I, I would like to see how she got dragged on Twitter. She know black Twitter. Oh, I know they went in. Sometimes I'll be mad when I be doing shit, and I'll be like, "Oh, that happened." Oh, you know the jokes came out. Oh man, I don't watch I the get, morning. I though. get mad reading some of these things because I'm like, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that yeah. was funny shit. Why didn't I think of it? Some of the stuff that comes out, and like, they talk about all the time. How, oh, yeah, we're just jumping off topic, but it's like <laughs> how so many other bigger companies steal the ideas that come yes. out of black Twitter. Yeah, some I, of the memes that are created articles time to late at night because i'm just scrolling I'm like genius yeah yeah well so normally much. when i'm sleeping but i'm trying to tell you who should making money black photoshop twitter if there is a course on that somewhere somebody let me know i will be the first one to sign up for that class shit so search your name and um search your name and, uh on twitter and then news i guarantee your tweets have been using something if you talk about topical things your tweets have been using somebody's article for oh, something. Oh, how you do that? Just search on Google, like, at, say that again, and then click the news option. And oh. oh. People, people embed people's tweets in their news articles all the time. Okay. A lot of times I've don't twice people asking professionally, which is nice. Yeah, it is I'm nice. Sure people are just like, screen grab, screen grab, screen grab, screen grab. Somebody yeah. took a bunch of tweets of mine and put it in the, um, atl black star like as a it like an article someone said hey man that's a cool article you wrote i said what <laughs> i didn't even know <laughs> they were like yeah I'm someone, so yeah right. it was like yeah man you didn't write this i was like no i didn't write that i wrote those tweets oh i didn't i'm not mad i don't i i've given up on getting mad at that shit oh, no, that no. is for other people to get mad about i understand those people that get mad i that is a fight i'm not fighting like mm-hmm. He's just you ain't driving me crazy because nope. i that wouldn't do nothing but drive me crazy knowing other people getting credit for getting clicks and shit off of, my, of stuff that i wrote without asking me like i don't even want to know it's like you feel free to use the shit just give me just put my name in it yeah just and it, i'm good i'm good too as long as you don't try to take my whole like name out of it i'm, I'm good um white lives matter protest stage outside of the houston naacp office Many, on a weekend when it was closed you know those fuckers wouldn't do that when people were actually in the office uh, oh oh so they ain't go doing work hours when somebody would have came outside but like what y'all doing out first here? of all can we just talk about how black lives matter is not the naacp 
no it's yeah. not can we just talk about just that right right just to start just like as a convening these white people are so out of touch with blackness they think black people in naacp are synonymous like we will show them the that that we are not gonna take this shit by going to the black ah. headquarters the NAACP. Most people don't know what the NAACP is in their town. No, they don't. And honestly, if you talk to most black people, they'd be like, uh, I'm not a member. Right. You know, they were like, you might ask my grandma about it. Like, they might can tell you. <laughs> they membership, they renew every year. They beg me to sign up, and I tell them I'm good. It's a stark image that caught some of Houston's uh, third, word, third ward off guard. Uh, Confederate battle flags waved outside of the National Association for Advancing the Color People's Office. Yeah, y'all didn't want them problems. Yeah, why, yeah, why you? Right. Um, so white lives matter protests equals the symbols of hate like the Confederate flag and guns. That's a white lives matter protest. And that one protester that had the just a sentence of 14 words, Mm -hmm. which I haven't looked it up yet, but I know that's synonymous with like the, I think it's like, one of the clan objectives or phrases like simply 14 words of white supremacy so it just says 14 words i've seen it in, in in white supremacy aryan right imagery before but it's like it's one thing you want to carry the, the confederate flag okay open carry arms all right white lives matter i think i know what you're trying to say no 14 words you mm-hmm. supremacist. you're just you're just saying it now roughly 20 people showed up yeah, yeah. probably more than 20 people in the naacp office uh well i'm just saying 20 people was like when you don't have a cause to really rally behind you get 20 people you know when it was when like well, when black I bet, lives i bet you they put it on facebook they got a thousand likes though i don't know about maybe but no, what i'm saying when there's a when there's a protest action like some of these black protest movements are like international you know people marching in like europe and shit in london yeah, yeah. black lives matter uh signs in palestine in the palestine in brazil right sweden you couldn't get you got 20 people like y'all can run two full courts that's all y'all got you know ah, what i mean ah. like, you can't even get a full like soccer game going really like uh, are these the same people that organized the beyonce protests right oh god yeah well uh they but showed up with 20 gun- people 20 armed it'd be one person armed mm-hmm. and like with obvious symbols of hate on them from naacp that's that's what scared the crap out of me when i started seeing these things it's just like i don't I, it's, it's fun to make fun of the fact that they had a low turnout but they were armed yeah and they were in public uh 20 people they showed up with a red with the red flag and assault rifles others holding up white lives matter as a banner in protest against the naacp uh, we came here because NAACP headquarters is here and that's one of the most racist groups in America said Scott Lacey a White Lives Matter member uh, the prime examples they cited were the NAACP's response to Black Lives Matter protest protesters Ken Reed told uh, protester Ken Reed told the Houston Chronicle he said Black Lives Matter and other organizations have requ- have resulted in the attack and killing of police officers the burning down of cities and things of that nature sometimes they are the least educated group of people I just want some why, I just want the reporter to be like so then White Lives Matter of course has killed many unarmed black Americans I mean you since you saying that that's what they black lives matter did those things so 
what has white lives matter led to <laughs> what if, I mean, what black crime lives matter has a website with an objectives and tells you what it's all about but you're jumping to this conclusion because the black equals the hate so white lives matter is done you know yeah it, does white lives matter even have an org like they might. Uh, it's called a kkk right i just Dr. tagged you, in white lives org, and that is not um that is not an actual site oh so nobody purchased it yet i'm about to uh, <laughs> Dude, you, I would I would love to see just Austinville buy up every dot whatever of KK dot everything and make it into like hilarious sites, porn sites, or obviously like anything, <laughs> anything just to piss these people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or it all just redirects to your site, or like Joe says, to Elon's site. Just oh my god. Oh man, this yeah, it's it's, it's out here and available, man. But, but the bravery to do it, like you said, Karen not during work hours because right, right. And they had cops they had cops protecting them right because the thing is let's just keep this real they want them problems like like they really did want them problems oh it's parked okay it's not available it's parked so somebody has it they just haven't done anything with it so mm-hmm. anyway i would have bought that bitch right on the air too <laughs> redirected that shit right to black lives matter dot org or campaign zero um at any rate um <laughs> <laughs> they went on to, um to say that uh white lives matter has formed a direct response to the black lives matter movement um a civil rights campaign stemming from 2012 that advocates against anti-black racism and is known for its involvement in protests against police killings of black men across the country mm, man some kind of protest right, right, they're the only ones that matter right <laughs> this is i hate this because obviously a lot of this comes from the community and the double standards even within the black community but some of this is like white people just being like everyone's in black lives matter every everybody everyone who gets killed is a man right every like the talking points line up they don't talk to anybody every every black person is you either in black lives matter NAACP or both because you're black so i am born and my birthright is to be a member of every every victim is a straight black man like it's yeah it's it's definitely anyway i just I always roll my eyes when i see that shit yeah, please um, don't shoot me and attack me assuming i'm a member of the naacp yeah um so yeah they 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 did it y'all they tried it uh the demonstration caught the attention of residents but it was the display of the confederate flag and firearms that stood out eventually a group of black residents congregated across the street an african-american man walked up to the barricade and began asking the white lives matter crowd questions uh but you understand more white people are well fed than anybody else he asked the crowd a white lives matter member seemed to agree he responded statistically before being led away by reed they're trying to ruin it reed told him (laughs) they don't even want to have like a they don't even want understanding like they're just anti-black people like they don't even it's like the dude came on like you do know white people ain't doing that bad right yeah i mean statistically i mean you know that uh get away from him he's talking logic and facts you get that black we logic out of here we can't have you being all smart and shit you might decide to lead a group chuck oh man and then it, once they dispersed a group of african-american and white locals gathered in the parking lot of a church and prayed so zero to a hundred karen a hundred what, what did you play you you prayed that the black lives matter and the naacp just disappear no these were the anti-protest so they weren't with white lives matter oh okay. once the group dispersed 
black citizens and white people that Franklin were hits them yeah the people that okay. actually live in that community that okay that, don't believe in that bullshit were that like oh, let's get here and pray for their souls or something oh so the people the protesters don't even live in the city of course not no they don't they never live where the fuck that shit is going on ah! oh so they rode from out of town you know them 20 fucking people drove from like minnesota maine <laughs> all kinds of motherfucking places maryland all the all the m's they were from houston they got recognized they don't want to go back house i'm like hey weren't you at that no exactly they're not going to know 20 50 miles out yeah you won't catch them at the piggly wiggly uh but you got on camera and everything Mm -hmm. was forever on the internet also i'm mad these journalists ain't taking no pictures it's a public place y'all y'all did a public protest black lives matter whenever whenever any black protest happens they have everybody pictures babies everybody they're gonna be sure if your job is there and looking at you you're gonna get fired yeah "Yeah, we're gonna be sure we catch your ass white folks do some crazy shit they'd be like just take a picture of the confederate flag and let's all go home anyway <laughs> zero to a hundred gregorio hundred hundred god damn it hundred for me as well um all right let's uh let's have a palate cleanser at this point guys okay, okay. there's been a lot of bad news uh going on here and i feel like we need to do some uh we need to do some white people news okay um let me see if i can find some a good white people song um how about um how about no i don't want to use that one uh no i don't want to use that one what did they, did they move my other song oh hold on give me a second i know what no song problem. i want to use you're looking for a good one y'all um i know white folks in anticipation we so he don't play this time i know people always go i hate you because how will i be represented today these songs are so terrible and i love them they they're like i i'm always like i'm not gonna like this song and then they're like um when i start playing they be like that is that is my jam (laughs) so all right here we go Yes, my fire, the one desire. When I say I want it that way. About a middle school dance music. You say that I want it that way. Tell me why. time for your segment all right let's you get let's all get relax three, our mind three fifths of the song see how you like it see what the pro- <laughs> let's see how the i'm out i'm done i'm in trouble I'm done. <laughs> let's see how the problems of white america are stacking up today okay what white people are concerned about we got some breaking news Uh oh all right inside the royal families 
fun-filled canadian itinerary how kate and william and their children will spend a week spotting bears and visiting an indian reserve oh shit now mm-hmm that's right um the duke and duchess of cambridge along with prince george and princess charlotte will spend a week bear spotting and visiting rainforest in canada next month kensington palace has released the family's itinerary which runs from saturday the 24th of september until saturday the first of october and we'll see the royals visiting various family-friendly landmarks the family will touch down in victoria british columbia on september 24th and journey to vancouver the following day <laughs> these people don't have no terrorism to worry about Mm-mm. they gonna, <laughs> don't nobody want to kill them they're like we will sh- we will let you know every city that they're going to be in right we don't even know where the obama's at today pop up right it's be pictures like damn they was on the plane again what was he the obamas are back from guam <laughs> i didn't know they was gone right people want to kill them like want to kill our peoples man it must be nice anyway yeah, like, oh, come on let's go to the itinerary meet the moose meet the bears we have maple syrup. <laughs> come, right. on. come on according to the itinerary um they'll be visiting bella bella in Hillsuck, uh which uh describes itself as an indian reserve on the forthcoming and highly anticipated tour to canada william and kate who are expected to bring along their children prince prince george three and one-year-old prince charlotte will travel to bella bella in british columbia home of the health suck people as well as uh as part of a week-long tour to the british realm um the couple will be basing themselves in victoria or vancouver along with their children's nanny maria barallo before traveling off to a number of locations oh, in the nanny get to go too Mm, of course they're rich sweet, sweet right well you want to you expect them to raise their own kids can are you crazy I, i'm sorry i'm oh, sorry I want to be a, what, what happens if it starts crying and now we in another country i don't know the rules uh no, we're here to look at some indians not like take care of our kids that's what the nanny's for yeah <laughs> i bet those kids don't even cry like our kids they probably just be like mama they cry money right <laughs> father father <laughs> i'm feeling i'm feeling them a bit hungry I'm like oh man get this I'm kid up bo- the vapors right <laughs> and then they're like oh god he's trying again get get this kid away from me um but yeah before traveling off to a number of locations including victoria great bear rainforest Kelowna, and Haida Gwaii in british columbia and whitehorse and carcross in yukon the great bear rainforest white has horse? great ho- white horse mm-hmm oh riding that white horse uh the great bear rainforest has been dubbed the planet's last large expanse of coastal contemporary rainforest and is home to waterfalls coastal gray wolves grizzly bears and lions uh sea lions and humpback whales uh the rare cream colored komodi bear which is deemed to be sacred by the semitian people uh resides there um they will no doubt enjoy some relaxing downtime in Kelowna, uh, Kelowna, which lies at the heart of British Columbia's Okanagan Valley. It, it is the largest city in Okanagan Lake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. You know, it makes me happy. It doesn't matter where, you know, if you are in race or wealth, no matter what kind of family you are, it's always it's the same situation. These kids are probably like, I want to go to Disneyland. I want to go to Walt Disney World. I want to go to Magic Mountain. Six Flags. Like, no. We're going on vacation. We're going to learn about the animals. We're going to see this. We're going to get cultured. Mm. <laughs> there ain't no rides here. Can I ride bears. the bear then? 
No, I wanted to go. I want to go to slip and slide. No. Boy, them kids to death. In more uh, white people news, Mickey Rourke, he still got it, y'all. Now, who was that? Mickey Rourke. Yes. You might know him from Iron Man Two as the Russian villain uh, with the whip. Uh, okay. Yes. He was also in. Wait, you didn't see the Expendables, did you? Yes, I think he was that. also in Expendables. He was uh, Sylvester Stallone's best friend. Yes, um, in the shop fixing thing. Yes, he we, was the re- the mm-hmm. the lead guy in the wrestler. Yeah, she didn't see that. No, I didn't see the wrestler, but we seen all the Expendables. Ain't that the old when the old men band get got together and decided they wanted to do some shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's received a considerable plastic surgery due to injuries he suffered on and off time competing in the boxing ring, but he looked like a silver fox nonetheless as he turned heads in beverly hills on saturday the 63 year old star was effortlessly cool and is in distressed denim jeans and a stylish plaid vest look like he got a a roller set listen this is what white people care about okay mickey Rourke. let's get this straight anderson cooper is our silver fox uh, that appara- man is not on a silver phone. Apparently, uh, apparently the Daily Mail disagrees. He, ah! oh my God, what's up with these shoes, bro? Oh, oh, oh no, shoes. what is what is he still got? No sense of color. Socks showing. Socks are showing, bro. Yes, they are. And they not even like dress socks. They just white socks. Come on, oh. man. Still got it. This is this is a travesty. Who dressed him? like joe jackson or something ah, stepping out oh, the house ah. like this this is a shame you no know woman didn't dress him <sighs> not no woman with eyes ah. uh let's see what else happened uh white people were really uh impressed with um alec baldwin uh and his wife pregnant hilaria baldwin who was showing off her cleavage in a mini dress as she and alec pick up goodies to go with little Raphael in the Hamptons. Um Aww. Yeah, I will show y'all this so y'all can see how they must have been really looking for some news to really be like, look at this cleavage, y'all, on this pregnant lady holding a baby. Uh, yeah, I don't know what she does for a living, but hey, she's showing the titties. Where to right. go? Right. <laughs> she's got those titties smushed together tight, y'all. And that's really what we it's all sexism. Uh, they did bring up that um alec baldwin is her silver fox husband so i mean i do like that the daily mail is objectifying men and women equally these oh, days I, I, okay I, i'm here for that I'm, I'm here for them going <laughs> and also look at although the men that they're objectifying are not nearly as attractive as the women they're objectifying correct they're just like here's an older man that's still alive yeah. silver fox they ain't got that old black dude people put up that that older black man that fine black man with the gray hair that i can't no nobody's in him anymore oh. you you missed the wave on that i'm sorry I yeah didn't... he had his 15 minutes and it just went too far oh. yeah yeah mr steal your grandma whatever yeah yeah. They kept oh, your grandma. <laughs> yeah he took it he took it too far okay okay yeah. that one period of time i, I know you don't just... be on the internet like that mm. but yeah i don't i i, I was shocked too because i posted like a an article that was like mr steal your grandma arrives in la everybody's like Ugh. and i was like y'all were just lusting over this man they was like we been off him he took it too far oh somebody said he went full hotel chat room says the best he went full hotel damn well there you go i didn't get what, i heard he, he put out some like you probably started giving love advice and shit 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you 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 can't go uh full hotel and be sexy grandpa. Probably start giving love advice. You know how they do, yeah. ladies. If you want a man like me, what you need to do? Mm-mm. You we just want Karen, to. Karen, if you want pretty. some good objectification of men, uh, the new prime minister, I think England. It's a woman. I forget her name. I'm so terrible. Mm-hmm. But they're doing this whole thing. It's like, well, since she's in charge let's do what we do to the women for the for like first lady mm. so each time she just goes out in public her husband instead of saying like her husband's name like oh so and so stepped out in a sharp navy blue suit and i forget the name of the, of the publication but every time he goes out now no matter what good he's doing they're that's how they're doing it yes they talk about how well pressed it is yes the hemline that's what i'm talking about start talking about his tie and shit if he got a little earring in his ear what kind okay, of get that hair products? Going. Yes, talk about the hair products they're using. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. All right, <laughs> like she steps outside, the husband's dick print is yes. prominently displayed in these gray jogging pants mm-hmm. as his nipples poke through this silk <laughs> shirt. Um, the noble moose knuckle really came through in those pants. <laughs> <laughs> Farrah Abraham uh, is saying that um, she might homeschool her kids because she said uh, the other kids are gonna wish that they had her kids lives and it's gonna be too much jealousy of her success um okay i wouldn't know her kids if they skipped across in front she's of me. the team she's a t- former team mom um well i guess yeah she's a former team mom uh person that was on that reality show for mtv she yes. did uh she did porn i think okay that chick okay. backdoor team mom right one and two i think maybe yeah well she says she don't want to put her kids in school because people are gonna be too jealous of her kids and it's gonna make school too hard so she gonna let them be homeschooled so they won't have to deal with that jealous don't she oh okay mm-hmm. yeah like jealousy is gonna be the problem of? not the fact that your people gonna be like hey you know your mama did porn right as they get older of the age you know because people ain't shit mm-hmm mm-hmm she says they're gonna be jealous here i'm just going by what she said she said they will wish they had her daughter sophia's life and she gushed about the smart and gorgeous seven-year-old oh my god she is going to experience more jealousy than i ever encountered when she's in high school but she said she worried that that could create unwanted drama for sophia uh she said she's now considering homeschooling for the youngster 25 year old recently sparked her own controversy when she posted a picture of sophia seven wearing full makeup at the pool in a photo shoot uh picture the picture has since been deleted but sophia has now been signed up for a child modeling agency mm, i'm sure that i'm sure everything will be okay I, 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 I really do hope so and yeah like i said people ain't shit it ain't right but you know people will dig and ask you know because it's amazing people don't think of an age of the internet you have a generation of first you have a generation of people that have quote-unquote become stars and celebrities by doing various different things on television and these things are forever and their children are growing up so in the next 10 to 15 years you're gonna have a generation of children who they can't go nowhere based on something their parents did and even if their parents have changed not doing it no more it's not gonna matter which is completely sad she's not worried about that oh okay she's, she's worried not. about them being jealous of her daughter's great ass right life now. okay karen i think oh, you need right. to stop bringing up stuff that don't matter oh, and get to the oh, heart of the reality I'm so, I'm they just sorry. gonna be jealous that her kids is so dope i'm sorry and got a dope ass successful mom forgive me white people i started getting serious i started this I has been happening a the... lot during the white people news segment and i'm really it's really starting to tick me off okay guys okay you I'm, know it's I'm, all that book learning 
it, it is right. man i'm gonna get back to yesterday the, we were talking about racism and stuff the, and you know okay this I'm, is the complete opposite of the palate cleanser that white people news is supposed to be <laughs> i don't understand what's happening to my segment please stop doing this everybody okay <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio comforted his model girlfriend, Nina Agdahl, <laughs> and another driver after his Range Rover got rear-ended in the Hamptons. This is important news. Okay? She got into okay? a wreck. Is Leo okay? That's all we need to know. He, he okay? Not only was he okay. Is, Acad- is his Academy Awards okay? Not only was he okay. Did he have passenger seat? Not only was he okay, he was comforted. First of all, you know that Academy, that Oscar has never left that house. <laughs> that shit is encased in fucking the carbonite that goddamn han solo was put into Ah. that that shit is that shit is sealed it will never be touched by human hands um Ah, i dropped in the basement somewhere but yeah he's comforting his uh latest one of his model girlfriends he's uh 41 years old she's 24 um so uh apparently his range rover got rear-ended by a mini cooper while they were driving through the hamptons in new york on sunday and nobody got hurt but he could be seen tenderly stroking nina's face Aww. as they waited by the Did side of the road explode that's like eh, you get hit by that <laughs> yeah uh then he hugged her like she was crying or something she was very sad Aww. you know Aww. yeah he's a lover man and I'm just there's glad- that mini cooper holy Ooh. shit told you yeah. yeah i'm just glad Rainbow has like a scratch on it <laughs> oh, right. yeah that's true that's true i'm glad go ahead gilbert grape you get your and then he hugged the woman that rear-ended him um as well and you get rear-ended you should hug the person back that's just a general you're right i agree common courtesy lisa reach around and he right look at that coop look at the other vehicle it barely got a scratch oh oh yeah the range Rover. right fine. when he scrolled past it look at look at the two vehicles it's a yeah. big difference and yeah i'm glad he's okay Damn so that uh he could play another slave owner he can go out there and rest with the bears okay i'm with you now anyway um good that's your leo update guys okay he's still doing great i'm glad he's all right yeah i mean you know it's probably it might be his girlfriend's fault if she was driving i mean she's probably only got like two years driving experience you know <laughs> probably still our learners for a minute you know he like them young he like them yeah she only voted one time right he like them fresh out i just feel maybe has been tough, man. i can't lose leo maybe she was crying maybe she was I crying maybe she was crying because she knows that all his young girlfriends get one mistake before he replaces them with another young girlfriend so that was hers he's like oh you oh, messed up my, you messed up the range so i gotta upgrade i gotta sorry new vehicle new you yeah i get i get girlfriends like i get iphones baby this new one new models out um (laughs) all right let's get into guest the race i feel like we've had enough white people news um and and it's time to get 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 a little bit guest in the race and then we'll get out of here guys um now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today gregorio the chef to guess the race and karen in the chat room play along and they are racist yep and i'm terrible at it my racism has been off 
uh holy shit buying a gun is so easy firearm obsessed man warns on twitter that he wanted to viciously murder his roommate before viciously murdering his roommate (laughs) white a man who warned on twitter he wanted to viciously murder his roommate has admitted to doing just that zachary penton tweeted for months about guns and his desire to kill before he shot his roommate dead 41 year old daniel garofalo at their home in maricopa county arizona uh just two days earlier penton posted a threat on his twitter account saying i need to move out of my place before i viciously murder my roommates uh then uh in june in june he had tweeted holy shit buying a gun is so easy at this point it's got 1.9 thousand retweets so i'm assuming that was after everybody figured out he really did it the post was made a few weeks after the 21 year old boasted on social media that he bought a gun penton called 911 on sunday after the shooting death of his roommate confessing to the murder he was arrested and is currently in jail on murder charges he's obsessed with his obsession with guns and violence again years ago in 2012 when he began tweeting about his desire for a gun seriously let's go kill someone i need two boxes of nine millimeter stat oh i am so fucking cool seems to be one of his tweet that has nothing to do with a gun what are ah, talking ah, about? Ah. on december 21st he tweeted get me a gun uh when he wi- when his wish was not granted he followed up three months later i wish i had a gun i'd feel safer uh he went on to write about wanting to own a gun multiple times over the next four years until he tweeted he had finally got his hands on a weapon june 6th this year last week oh. he added he needed two boxes of nine millimeter stat the gun enthusiast also revealed his propensity for violence when in july 2013 he retweeted a tweet from user at kevin underscore clun with two k's that read someone sell me a gun so i can shoot up an imax it has since been deleted in february that year penton wrote ever wanted to kill someone two days later he added seriously let's go kill someone uh then just last week he retweeted a meme that claimed to show the causes of death in the u.s uh anyone want to shoot a bit today a bunch of gun emojis afterwards uh, it's abortion 501,235 her body her choice obesity 140,939 140, healthy at every size it reads next to a smiling stock photo of a woman murdered by a gun 5,276 what we need more gun control it says <laughs> that's so ironic <laughs> huh. he's like why do we need gun control oh wait because of me i kill people for no reason okay uh perhaps unsurprisingly he also appeared to struggle to find a roommate over the years he tweeted on numerous occasions don't say maybe you needed to uh be alone uh he tweeted on numerous occasions asking if anyone wanted to live with him and even posted asking why it's so hard to find a roommate police say he had missed the killing garofalo but claimed that he had they had got into a fight after his roommate was told to move out he had fear for his safety when he shot him dead penn's friend leaped to his defense on twitter zach penn has been a good friend of mine for years no one should be defending him he likely snapped and made a horrible yeah he didn't shoot you he likely snapped and made a horrible irreversible decision wrote cat you don't know what his roommate from craigslist were like if they were on craigslist yes people get roommates from craigslist all the time okay be safe out there with the craigslist okay i like that that was the first thing karen was like what oh, i'm sorry talk about a dude killing somebody for no reason getting his hand on a gun and tweeting about it she all right 
if they threatened a knife or even another gun it makes them problematic right. right it was the craigslist that that i think it should be the opposite they should <laughs> be be scared of anybody that's giving a room up on craigslist not somebody looking for someone to stay <laughs> either way no anything could have happened and yet you're shaming him for a point blank murder they this is one of his defenders said karen went with white uh what about you gregorio uh i'm gonna use some deductive reasoning he was mm-hmm. called a gun enthusiast and not a thug mm. so i'm gonna say white let's check the chat room and see what they believe um <laughs> karen did you already ask oh, okay zach attack white um uh, found out his roommate was voting for hillary white had serial killer mass shooting baseball traded cars white uh <laughs> white lives matter activist <laughs> uh nice white fellow if they lock him up how will he enjoy his college experience (laughs) (laughs) so white the correct answer is and everyone got it white y'all want to see what he looked like yes all right let me show you guys what he looked like um that's one picture of him taking a selfie oh mm-hmm uh let's see he got several pictures up here sure? that's one of him probably laughing at a joke when someone says something i don't know oh they right he might have been getting ready for a college experience uh this is his i'm so fucking cool picture they only got 14 retweets oh which oh. which is kind of ironic and probably means you're not that cool this instagram pic uh <laughs> so yep there you guys go he was uh killed his roommate uh let's go to the bonus round all right guys um where's my bonus round music uh boom double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race so far it is one and one it's tied up but we're going to the bonus round and we'll see who's gonna get nervous mm, i don't know all right i hope you guys are ready a uber driver terrorized women and tried to exchange rides for sex police say oh mm-hmm scoop scoop police Excuse in me. oh go, what'd you say Excuse me uh yeah ski ski uh police in um in florida have arrested a man who of course florida who worked as an uber driver and accused him of sexually assaulting three women this year oh his name is zolani mitzitsha what how do you pronounce that mitzitsha all right mitzitsha oh okay zolani mitzitsha i'm gonna go with that um uh of boca boca raton uh he was arrested thursday and facing sexual battery charges uh according to a post uh statement posted on facebook by the police department uh zolani uh was who uh police said terrorized three women in the city this year is being held on a hundred and fifty thousand dollars bond uh police said the assaults took place in january june and july and they were carried out in the same location an industrial area of the city southeast side according to the police report cited by a son sentinel he told police that two of the women offered him sex in exchange for giving them a lift one woman he reported states 
uh one woman the report states refused to have sex with him without a condom before he unexpectedly drove her to the industrial location and raped her he agreed to take a second woman to a homeless shelter before driving her to the same location without warning the report states Uh, so it sounded like he was picking on people that he thought had no recourse when they arrived she realized she was in danger began to cry the sun signal reported the man held her face down and raped her before he dropped her off around clinton moore road the woman told investigators that the man kept saying you're making me mad don't want to get me mad the woman allegedly uh the woman allegedly assaulted on july was able to give police his license plate number mm-hmm. allowing them to track him down uh after acquiring a dna sample and reviewing cell phone records investigators were able to execute a search warrant in a statement online crediting investigator raymond lagore for his phenomenal work in tracking the suspect down you know what's wild about this is uh this is one of the things i was telling people that uh we just take for granted as dudes this would never cross my mind in a million years like uh, like if i get uber i don't even think that and you know uber doesn't really have employees no they don't the way they do and they swear that their background checks are so stringent and shit but like obviously this is uh you know a situation where people can prey on people right and then people get mad when that woman came out with the alternative that does woman drivers mm-hmm. who pick up women they pick up children and they pick up lgbtq so they're picking up people that a lot of times are discriminated against and a lot of times they end up being sexually assaulted and people act like there was something wrong with it but if if your service has shown that it's not safe there needs to be an alternative well that's because what that service essentially highlights is that straight men are mostly are the problem you know what i mean nobody you know so it's like well if you bring that up i'm I'm offended you know um at any rate um uber does screen people's criminal histories before allowing them to become drivers and he had no criminal history uh the that means the ride sharing app would not have had access to information that may have disqualified him from signing up uh uber drivers without criminal histories have committed uh crimes and just to name a few uber drivers in recent years have been involved in racially motivated choking incident and an anti-gay assault have been arrested for drunken driving at the super bowl have been charged with rape um yeah there's a lot of them um and they go into like some of the other people that have done stuff anyway guess the race of zolani misha middle eastern you're going with middle eastern okay what about you uh gregorio i'm i'm thinking some kind of russian eastern european that is some crazy lack of vowels let's throw in a y in there yeah i'll i'll i can spell it for you if you guys want to know it's x-o-l-a-n-i that's zolani and his last name is m-t-s-i-t-s-h-a i don't know if that helps at all that that's how i spell yeah Uh, all right let's check the chat room see what they believe nice white fellow so white um defender of nate parker black threw a rock at his victim before assaulting them middle eastern jack white with the with that kind of hate uh hates english white (laughs) well the correct answer is and this is shocking to me too he's black so that one person said black everybody else and i will put this picture on screen because even i was like looking for hints or something else but he black man 
anybody getting a call that would describe him as a black man oh yes he very brown i right i was like damn <laughs> i mean i definitely didn't huh. want it to be us but <laughs> it was so yeah huh. he, he black name, name a fool you yeah i mean he got the he got the short haircut i, I mean he might not be from america maybe but he black he definitely black dog <sighs> black damn rapist anyway he's gonna come out with a real okay. good movie later on so everybody's gonna forgive him don't worry he about it try to buy nbc yeah he was trying to buy nbc that's what really happened uh all right last segment <laughs> time to talk about sword ratchetness guys um where's my sword there we go A masked man carrying a sword robbed a North Carolina hair salon. Oh. All the yakky Karen. And got away uh-huh. with nearly four thousand dollars. Oh shit, he must have stole the good wigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Raleigh, North Carolina, Raleigh Hair Salon was robbed of nearly four thousand dollars by a masked man carrying a sword Saturday morning. The robbery occurred around eleven forty AM at Customers Come First African Braids located. <laughs> oh shit damn we robbed the black place dog um going to the employee yeah customers come first african braids that's definitely a black shop oh yeah he he took all the gold lines. you know the extra gold ones that they have (laughs) behind the case the one that'll sizzle and fry your hair on the spot oh the shea butter just gone just gone just just gone Mm -mm. uh according to the employee Larisha Selig Miller. <laughs> that Larisha. Black. She was, that's correct. She was inside the store with the customer when a masked man came in armed with a sword wearing a little Caesars t shirt. Ah! Oh, look, look, Caesars, how they get involved in this? $5 ready? This is the blackest story we've covered today. <laughs> the man came into the store and put the sword to her throat threatened her and the customer and then demanded money selig miller said the store doesn't have to a register so selig miller went to the back of the store to get cash she told cbs north carolina that she estimated the man got away with around four thousand dollars selig miller said she believes another man has been casing the area beforehand she said that a man came into the store asked a question and then left a few minutes later the robbery occurred she said the suspect was not the same man that came to the store moments earlier mm. witnesses said the suspect got into a tan and gold toyota camry surprise didn't have rims on it at any rate yeah. that is what's going on with the swords these days gregorio thank you so much for coming on the show bro thank you baby oh wait where's gregorio is he can he hear us oh thanks man thank you so much for letting me have this opportunity guys i had so much fun no doubt man um, chat room thank you yeah and uh make sure y'all follow him on twitter okay he's chef underscore gregorio great follow i have it in the show notes and stuff uh you know really appreciate this dude yeah and uh before we let you go for those of you that re- want to check him out that are premium especially if we got some new people signed up lip smacking good i interviewed him when we talked about all types of stuff he's very very deep and woke y'all 
yeah man it was uh it was like half activism half food you it, know it really was you, you see these bags i don't sleep i'm <laughs> <laughs> yep it's lip smacking good uh episode 29 where they talk about uh chef being a chef and activism um so make sure you guys check it out man uh we'll talk to y'all uh tomorrow um tuesday uh, i think it'll just be me and karen uh tomorrow so we'll probably be talking about all kinds of shit uh and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.